Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The KBJ Show. On 97.9 WRMS. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KBJ Show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious V. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KBJ Show. All right. Here we go. It is another day on the KBJ Show. How the heck is everybody today? Happy hump day. Yeah, it is. So I love here is nice. Anybody who had uh, Monday off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Another four-day work week? That was nice. Yeah, it's, it's so nice. Really kind of get your mind. It's like, to me, mentally, it's like a Tuesday, but the calendar says Wednesday, which means one day closer to the weekend. Woohoo! Stay up a little later on that Sunday when you know you can sleep in on a Monday. Oh, it's great. Oh, I yeah. tore it up on that Sunday. I'm a creature of the night. I, mean, I, I love waking up in the morning, yeah. but man, I like staying up late at night, too. I just like it. Mm-hmm. So oh. One thing a lot of people like murder, they like staying up late. <laughs> well, when you're always thinking about murder, it is yeah, hard to go to sleep. It's, it's a good hour to be up and prowling. <laughs> I just want to make put this on the record. I don't love the act of murder, but boy, do I love the specials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get enough. I love murder shows. Quick little note, it is a little chilly out there still today. It is warming up a bit, but it is going to stay cool until mid-morning today. And I mean cool for me is until you start to get into the mid-70s. So it is uh, like in the 50s now, which uh, for us South Floridians, ooh, that cool. You need to see heaters if you got them. It's weird because we go from 50s all the way to 70s. And then it's like in the same day, in the same 24-hour period, I had my heater on and my AC. Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) kind of where we are right now. I feel like I am still in menopause, even though I stopped it. Mm, So if you're heading out this morning, it is a little bit chilly, but it'll be in the mid-70s a little bit uh, later on today here in South Florida. Make sure you dial us up right now. We're on your flat screen TVs. If you have the X1 DVR from Xfinity, you can uh, dial it up there. Just go to the YouTube feature, look for the KBJ show, and you can see us there. Or take us on demand on the YouTube app. It's mobile and goes with you. Or you can just go to kbjshow.tv to watch us right now. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you thinking about today, Jaybird? I love watching these do-it-yourself videos, you know, on, on YouTube. You, 
They make everything look so easy. Like, oh, you want a pond in your backyard? Oh, you can do it in a day. Look at this couple. They, they're they so happy the whole time. <laughs> they really trick you into thinking you can do it yourself. Yeah. They are liars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do enjoy watching these videos. They're kind of relaxing. I like seeing nothing turn into something. And they do mm. try to make it look real easy. But I just want to say there is a warning out there. It's not as easy as it looks. It just, it's just not. <laughs> what is not? None of this stuff is. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing huh? they show you. On, they make it, they edit it nice and they're all smiling during the videos. But it, when you do it yourself, it is not easy. Here's the thing about do it yourself projects. You're never going to be good the first time you do it. There's always going to be a mistake. There's always going to be, and sometimes it's going to be a colossal mistake that ends up costing you a lot of money. These are things that you have to do over and over to get good at. And these guys that make the videos, they're probably on there like their fifth or sixth time doing whatever it is they're doing. There's this couple I watch. And at first, I like them, and then I started to get annoyed by them. They're just a little too perfect. <laughs> mm. they, yeah, they all are. Yeah, their, their gravel is just a little too nice. Their, their pavers are just a little too straight. It's and they're all little, lies. They're a little too happy. It's all yeah, lies. Because you know when they go, and cut, they're screaming at each other, going, Bob, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Oh, they definitely are. That's how it is. But those videos make you think you can do things that are out of your skill set. Totally. Just, just be, be warned. The bird's just warning you. Just keep in mind, the first time you do something, you're going to mess it up. Yeah, and, and that's the fun. Give the, yourself forgiveness. It's the process of all that kind of stuff. But I just I was watching that annoying couple, and they're, that's what's on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying yesterday, the thing they need to do with a lot of those is they need to put a difficulty level on there. Yeah, There you go. That is true. So people know, okay, what am I really getting myself into? Oh, the same annoying couple made a one and a half minute video of how it's just so easy to put a little pond in your backyard with the pump and they're smiling and, man, lies. I like the people that are honest in yes. those videos. There was one that I watched one time and these people were tiling their shower and they tiled the whole thing and they forgot to put a drain. Now that's the kind of honesty that I like. I should make my... <laughs> they forgot to put a drain. Whoops. They tiled right over where the drain would be. I should make an honest <laughs> do-it-yourself video and show the bickering and the fighting and the dropping of the paper. It's a lot more entertaining than people doing it right. Yeah, here's how it really goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that annoying couple. What you got on your mind today, Virginia? Well, it's a interesting week. Uh, I didn't tell you guys about all this drama going on because it was kind of like earth-shattering and crazy. Um, you know, for many years now, we've had an executive director at Little Smiles named Nicole, and Nicole turned in her resignation. Oh, no, really? I was like, oh, my gosh, because Nicole does everything. Yeah. And she's great. Um, uh, another local charity poached her. Oh, man. And we will not speak their name, but if I see them on the street, they better go on the other side. Oh, wow. Ooh, we ever she got poached. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 we have a, we, you made the list. You know who you are. But it was so weird the way it worked out. This other candidate, the same week, fell into our lap, and we ended up interviewing like three or four people, and uh -huh. this awesome candidate from another charity right here in town 
is going to be sliding right into her spot. And so it's kind of a miracle the way it worked out like that, because last time it was not this easy. It took us like three, four months to find a new executive director for Little Smiles. Now it was just like we turned around and bam. That's nice. Multiple amazing people were right there waiting to be interviewed and wanted the job. It's like it was just meant to be, huh? Well, we talk about, you know, how we've got these board members in the sky, our kids that have passed away that watch over us. And so I think that is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just turned around and wow, amazing people are right there to help out. That's so cool. That is very nice. What I got on my mind here today is we have a big decision to do with uh, my son Kennedy goes into high school next year. And so this is the time of year where you got to figure out, you know, as he goes from middle school into high school where he's going to go. And I know some people just kind of, you know, funnel into, you know, the, the next place and they, they kind of know. But for different reasons, we're thinking about, you know, not just funneling him into what would be his typical high school. And so I know you've been through it before, Virginia, with Magnolia and you oh had to gosh. even switch high schools. But. We've switched schools so much. It, it it looks like we are just loose. It's just kind of crazy to me because I am having these conversations with different parents, and it's almost like everything that I had thought and had my belief set in gets spun all around and turned upside down after I have a conversation with a different parent about what they think about area high schools and what the opportunities are. You really do need to do your research and talk to a lot of people, and it's okay to start one place and realize that is not the place for you. You can always change. Sure. And that's what we had to do. And it's okay. Are you definitely going to do private or is it is it it could be public as well? No, it's anything. Yeah, we got we got a couple different options. And and with everything, it's uh, like any decision you make. It's the pros and cons from, okay, this is good about that. That's not so good. And then you just got to weigh it all out. But the pros and cons, the problem that I'm having is the pros and cons shift with every conversation I have, because one parent will be like, oh, it's all great. And then this school kind of gets bumped up and then I'll have another conversation. be like, Oh, no, that's terrible. And then you're like, oh, wait, what's the truth? So, you know, that's what's challenging about is, you know, you're trying to get people's own personal feels on how uh, they would rate a school and what they think is good about it. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with how are the kids, how's the community. You'll hear something great about one school and be like, I don't know, every kid there is high on whatever, and they just deal drugs in the hallways. You're like, what, really? <laughs> then every school, I don't know. <laughs> that school's violent, you know, that it's wolves and sheep. If your kid's a sheep, he's going to get killed in the second day. Like, really? Okay. No school is perfect, but you do have to assess your child and then try mm-hmm. to go from there and figure out, okay, what are the most important things to my little nugget? Yeah, and that's what we're doing, but what is becoming a challenge is we're looking for environment and that's the thing that nobody does an accurate write-up of the true environment of that high school and you can speak to that virginia because you know magnolia had to find her environment and that's the x variable when you're trying to find the right school for your kid that you just don't know so i'm trying to get reports on the environments of these schools aside from what they claim and the ratings and everything else that goes along with it don't believe the ratings don't believe what they put out there in the pr and Mm. the spin i can tell you from experience that pr is just that pr ratings be hating yeah you don't you don't know and a lot of times you won't know until your kid actually gets in there yeah and that's the problem part we're trying to judge the environment that he's going into to 
have a good fit for the environment. And that's something that no one rates. It's all people's opinions. And it seems like everybody's opinion is so different on all these high schools on what the environment is like. So that's the big challenge that we're doing. And we hope to make the right decision the first time rather than, you know, it's three years, three high schools kind of thing. You hope to do it right the first time, but here's the thing. You go into it blind because there's no way for you to be able to predict what his experience is going to be in that environment. And I thought I had it all figured out when Magnolia was going into her freshman year. We did all the work to get her in where she got in. And once she was there, we realized it wasn't the place for her. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing is permanent. I told her that about college, too. You can you can start one place and finish someplace else. No decision is permanent. Yeah. Does Cannon have a preference of where he wants to go? No, that's just it. I, I he don't know. He's just whatever, man. Well, sometimes kids know. I, I yeah. knew where I wanted to it, go. It would be helpful if... You know, he really did have, hey, this is where I want to be. And be like, okay, we'll definitely take that into account. But he's just, it's a non, it's whatever. Whatever, man. It would take for him to know kids at those other schools yeah. already. And right. a lot of times kids just don't they, don't, they don't know the older kids at the other school. Sure. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what we're going through. So if anybody has any advice on how to really rate and grade high schools and what is going to be a good fit for your kid if there's anything i'm missing i'm just trying to ask everybody to try to make the right decision on it and when you get it narrowed down uh, what you might want to do is uh, get some little chats going in your private messages on facebook and say hey parents of brown academy Mm. what do you think of the school and then say slide in my dms and tell me what you think that happened to me, and I had a lot of helpful advice from parents that had kids at the schools. So you say just put a post up on That's what I a did. social media platform and well, yeah, when say, you, hey, how do you feel about your kid's school? Give me the good and bad. Yeah. Okay. When you have it narrowed down. Okay, yeah, and we, we do. I mean, we're, we're relatively, you know, with it's down to like 10 schools. It's okay. Well, maybe when you get it to two or three. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, thank you for the advice, Virginia. I know you've dealt with it. Oh, so Lord. Just trying to figure out how to make the right decision. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we're going to get to what is your price? Everybody, they say, has a price. So what is yours? How much would it take for you to have explosive diarrhea for a month? What is your price? We'll discuss next. KVJ. All right, we all got a price. What is yours? That is the big question here today. How much would it take for you to sleep in jeans and shoes for the rest of the year? (laughs) Oh, that would be rough for me, man. Oh, I'd be so uncomfortable. I hate jeans. It is tough. Uh, I have been able to sleep. I have slept before in uh, jeans and shoes. It's because you were drunk and passed out. Absolutely, which means every night I'd have to be drunk and passed out. Uh, the shoes would... Sometimes if I leave shoes on too long, they start to burn my feet. I I can't do it. They're heavy. They're heavy. Mm-hmm. I already have sleep issues. Yeah, those. that's tough. Now, I don't know. I guess you could choose your shoes and you could choose a light footwear to wear to bed stilettos okay (laughs) might be good yeah i would let me see it would definitely cut into my sleep i would expect to lose 
about 90 minutes of sleep a night. That's going to be really tough. We're talking about for an entire year. What is that worth to you? I would say I would do it for 50K. 50K I'm in. <sighs> I mean, this is going to be life-altering. It, it, one year. I mean, <sighs> you know. I got to go more than 50K. Okay. I'm doubling it. It's got to be 100. Bird? I'm going 110 tax-free. <laughs> 110,000. Okay. I, that that would be rough for me. Okay. So you... It's... I Yeah, I, I get I have to sleep naked because sometimes if I don't I feel like my pajamas are going in my butt and I, I need to be I just <laughs> unrestricted I don't know. yeah I need to be unrestricted. an unrestricted free agent he's a loose bird yeah <laughs> okay okay how much would it take for you to walk barefoot over hot coals for ten yards I mean I did it for a bit on the air yeah we didn't pay him a dime for that and, and uh, how did that go I'm proud of it I wouldn't change a thing yeah you burnt all the Skin off the bottom of your foot and one up in the emergency room. I think we should have got different coals. Second degree burns. It's a war story now for me. Yeah. And I love it. Okay, this time we'd have the right coals. We'd be all set up. This would be the kind of stuff that you, I mean, actually people are paying a good amount of d- to do when they go to those seminars that they have at the Palm Beach County Convention Center. I'll do it for free. Yeah. I'll do it for a bit because those aren't really coals. I know they say, oh, you're walking on hot coals. It ain't coals. It's lava rocks. And it's the same thing they use to massage you with. It's it's not it's not going to burn you. We legit did extreme coal walking. We are you morons. You did uh, the briquettes, charcoal yeah. briquettes that you put on a grill. We did charcoal briquettes, yeah, for your barbecue grill. We're yeah. way more extreme. We're we came, stupid. We came out with a grilled bird. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Some people call us stupid. I call us extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely stupid. I'd do it for 100 bucks. Not a lot. Look, if someone gave me a hundred bucks after I, I got across the the coal, I ain't complaining. But I'm with Virginia. It doesn't bother me. They're not that hot. They're not gonna burn you. And if you go fast, you'll be fine. Side note, if you haven't got one of those stone massages, mm. they feel real nice like they okay. do. They they do it for like ah penetration into your back muscle. Ooh, penetration. That warmth. It feels so good on your ankles and feet, Kevin. Okay. Yes. Sounds amazing and <laughs> sensuous. How much would it take for you to have an incurable body odor? Oh, that's tough, man. That's real tough because my panda has the most sensitive sniffer. It, seriously, I don't think we could do it. I got a sensitive sniffer too. And man, I'm single. You got to smell good when you're single. You can't be stinky. That's a rough one. You, you socially get cast well, away. If you're stinky and you're single, that's it. You're not getting any play. Yeah, man. And not that being stinky and married is a Swiss picnic, because it's not. That's not awesome either. I don't want to make Panda sad. No. It would make him so sad if I was stinky. That happens, too. People get married, and, and then one of them doesn't shower anymore. They're always stinking. It's true. Yeah, that does happen. So what's your price? How much would I have to pay you to have an incurable body odor? For life? Yeah, man. We're talking millions, dog. That's it. Yeah, I I would, uh, to me, it would uh, start at $5 million. Yeah. It would be $5 million to carry that around with me. You figure you, you have to have some kind of awesomeness to counter how terrible you smell. Yeah, I mean, my marriage is probably going to be over. I'm going to push it to 10 million. Okay. That really does affect your whole game. 
I don't think I'm going to do it. And it's talking, you smell like a terrible porta potty. Just the grossest. Yeah, I, I think that, that would be the number one question you would have is how pungent is your body odor? Is it something where it's just like people like, I don't know, they just have a weird scent? Or is it very noticeable where if you're in a meeting two chairs down, they're like, whoa. If it's if it's that level, it's a hundred million. Again? If it's slight, <laughs> if it's slight and people are like, yeah, if they hug you and like, I don't know, it just has a I don't know, he smells like onions or that's terrible. Or curdled milk. <laughs> that's not. You're gonna no, you're gonna have to like retreat from society. Now you're gonna be a stinky recluse. Even that alone, Kevin. Oh, he kind of smells like curdled. No, that's that's the scarlet letter for a single person. Yeah, you're right. No, in fact, that's that's you're done at work. You're known as Milky Martha now. I can't do it. I, I don't think because if I do it. I'm not going to be able to be married to Panda. You go to a client meeting and you're trying to make a deal and you smell like who did it and ran. Is they don't want to do a deal with her. They're not, you're not going to endorse them. Okay. So what is the price then? Are we talking $100 million or more? I, I'm going $10 million tax-free. I feel like I can, I can make it work at that point. But it's got to be in the millions. I, I can't do it. You're just, there's not even, there's no amount of money. No, there's no amount of money. I'm sorry. $500 million. Because if you tell me I do this, then I'm going to be repulsive to my husband, who is very nasally sensitive. He can smell a fart. We'd be in Tequesta. If you fart in Lake Worth, he can smell it. Okay, but if we came to the table with $500 million tax-free... You mean to tell me Panda would not fight through the smell? I mean, I guess I'd have to talk to him and get his blessing. But if he said he would fight through it and not, like, leave our family. $500 million is life-changing. Yeah, you, he for, probably, for he your, would for, say. For generations. He would say, take the money, but then he would no longer be attracted to me. And then I would fall into a depression. I'd be in a loveless marriage. My children wouldn't be able to watch two parents that love each other be their example of marriage. Like, it, it would ruin a lot. Could he do this while you guys, you know, hey, what's, that, what's going on, Virginia? What you, can he <laughs> yeah. catch you pinch your nose? Something that, yeah, he might be able to accommodate somehow. Maybe we could take that money and have all of his uh, sniffer glands removed from his face. I think that's cheating the game. <laughs> yeah. Respect the game, Virginia. Okay, that's not like Virginia's got an amount. Bird, this is really tough for you, having an incurable body odor. I said $10 million, but now Virginia's like, I can't do it, Cav. Now I'm thinking I, I definitely undershot my money. I don't think you're ever going to get laid again, Bird. Well, I think you can get laid, but it's going to, I think you have to tell. Pay to play. You're going to have to pay to play. You're never going to have a real relationship again because you're going to be too repulsive. And for this scenario, I'm just picturing it. It's the most revolting smell. You you can't. It's rough. It's bad. It, it's farts, wet dog, yeah. vomit. It's all of that. It's all of the worst things. Y'all make it pretty intense. And, and, and you'll... Look, I think we got to respect the game. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds like the uh, toughest one. Yeah. So I didn't know that was going to be the uh, toughest. So tell me, how much would it take for you to give Ron Jeremy a sponge bath? <sighs> what is the cost on that? Just not even because I'm grossed out. Sponge, sponge baths are very enjoyable, and I don't want him to enjoy anything because he's a pig. <laughs> so that alone is going to be yeah. a... A struggle. Yeah. And I'd be grossed out. Could be. He is gross, but I think he's old 
er now. I don't think he's as frisky as he was when he assaulted the queen in Key West. No, I just saw a story. He's not fit mentally for something in court. Yeah, he's got. He's saying he's got dementia, so he can't be held responsible for his sexual assaults. But we're talking gross. Uh, Ron Jeremy in his prime. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking, uh, well, I, it could be either. Yeah, I mean, you could argue now even if you want, but yeah. How much are you going to uh, charge for that sponge bath, Virginia? Uh, I'll do it. I mean, I could get through it. It wouldn't be that bad. I mean, it would suck, but then it'd be over. You could, I feel like I could do it for like five grand. You could argue the real pain would be him giving you the sponge bath. Now you are right. <laughs> because he is not going to be cool about where the sponge goes. No. No, he's definitely not going to be cool. You're mm. right. Yeah. <laughs> if he wants to give it to me, 50 grand minimum. Okay, so it's more if he gives it to you. Am I allowed to bring up the fact that he licked the queen and, and let him know we don't like that? Yeah, That's I mean, he true. Care. He definitely won't remember. I mean, of all the awful things he's done in his life... <laughs> He he was that's, in that's Key West. That's now probably ranked like eight million. He was probably drinking, so he probably doesn't even yeah, remember he, doing yeah, it. He would have no idea. He licked her on the neck at He'd a bar. Have no idea. That's that's such a crazy story. Nasty. Uh, you never know what's gonna happen in Key West, man. It's a crazy town. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get into when you go in there. Okay, and finally, how much would it take for you to have explosive diarrhea for a month? Are we talking minimum uh, of three times per day? That, oh, that's at least, important yeah. to me. Yeah, it keeps going. Wow. It could be 10. Wow. 10? Yeah. yeah, it could be 10. Are you able to keep the matter private? Well, I mean, you got to figure about your day and what you're going to do. So it's going to impact your month a good bit because you're going to have to be very strategic with what you wear and where you are. Well, imagine you trying to do the dirt of the day. You, you do it twice a show. And I make my show, own dirt? And you make your own dirt. And you're going like seven times during a show. And Kevin goes, <laughs> all right, Virginia, the dirt's coming up. And the poopy crams hit. <laughs> Kevin, can you call me? I'll be in the bathroom. Oh, I would like to do the dirt from the restroom. Funny enough, I'd be. I'd kind of want to hear that. Yeah? <laughs> in a weird, sick way. Does that make a Kardashian story more or less palatable? I just... I, it gives it a different, I don't know, It element. makes it layered. It just gives it a different feel. <laughs> I'm going to go $500,000 because that is tough. It is going to take me out of commission for a month uh, where you really can't do anything. You're going to have to also be really hydrating intensely. 500000 Yeah, 500000 And I'd imagine, too, that's that can't be great for the old BH. That much? No, that's going to be intense. Month? It's going to be it's going to be very painful. So we're talking, we, we need some we, we need some damages here. Yeah, it's you're going to be going through a lot. That's why, to me, the uh, emotional uh, drain on that. It's going to be really tough. It's going to be one month of pure hell. I feel good with Ralston's number on that. Half huh? a mil. I'm going to undercut you. I'll do it for. I'll do it for 150 thousand. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All I feel right. like I can power through that. Oh, you'll she'll be happy because oh, mama going to lose weight. Sometimes <laughs> diarrhea isn't that bad. All right. Okay. <laughs> it is Kevin's question, so that you get what you ask, Kev. <laughs> okay. Now a month of it would be intense and horrible. Yeah. But afterwards, you feel so skinny. It's the worst of the worst, though. You know, the worst you've ever had. That's going to be for a month. Pretty much all day long. ADL, baby. ADL. That's it. But then at the end, get that $150,000 check. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
doggy. All right. Just fun little discussion there. <laughs> Coming up in a couple of minutes here, Monday is a day that a lot of people will call Blue Monday. It is a travel company that came up with this for an ad campaign back in 2005. And they stated this date in January as being one of the most depressing of the entire year. Wah, wah. Now, the thing for us in South Florida, I don't think we have the same kind of feel because it's mainly weather-based. And since it's a travel company, it's about going someplace with warmer weather that's sunny. And so, hey, we really get to avert the major effects of Blue Monday. Yeah, it's gorgeous right now in the middle of the day. Yeah, so we don't really have to worry about the weather part of it. We're all good. But the other thing about it was people failing New Year's resolutions, especially when it comes to losing weight. You don't feel good about your body, and it's compounded by the fact that you're failing at your weight loss goals. And and they say you throw in some post-holiday stress, and it is one of the most depressing days of the year. Uh-oh, you're speaking to somebody. Pudding over here doesn't look so happy. Oh, geez, I've gone on such a impressive, or depressing, whichever way you want, hand pie run. And I, uh, <laughs> I was going to make all oh, these yeah, changes. Yeah. There was a deal on hand pies, and I bought all these apple hand pies. And I'm so good until about 10 p. Yeah. 10 p.m., man, the creature <laughs> of the night comes out, and I want hand pies. You're like a werewolf. Yes, dude, yeah. you got to get them a little bit of this semaglutide. No, I gotta. I, I know what I gotta do. Yeah, I, I gotta not go. buy hand pies. <laughs> I, I know what I gotta do. <laughs> but I they just, were on sale, Kevin. I just, I just don't want to do it. But okay. I, I know what I gotta. You do. You know what you gotta yeah. do. <laughs> My the month of January can be pretty depressing for a lot of people. You've got the post-holiday stress that you're kind of coming down from. Maybe you're missing the joy and love of the holiday season, and that's kind of rough for you. Maybe you're looking at the bills. Maybe you're looking at your weight. There's a lot of reasons why people are getting kind of down this time of year. Fat bills, fat waste. It's depressing. Yes. You mentioned about the weather and all that. My sister lives out there in Oregon, and she she talks about it, how mm. the weather can get real dreary, and it can stay like that for so long, dark and just cold. Yeah. It's gray. Yeah. That's how it was when I was in Buffalo. I was like... Does this stay? And they're like, yeah, it stays for like five months. I'm like, what? And if you mix a little solitude in with that too long, I think it can mess with your mind. There's that seasonal de- seasonal depression they talk about. Yes, it is a legit real thing that a lot of people suffer with. And thank God being in South Florida, we don't have the same kind of extent of that seasonal depression. We have heat anger, though. We do. Butt sweat <laughs> will make you pissed. We get just, that's why we got the Florida man, and that's why it's all weird down here. I'll take a little butt sweat over a sheet of gray cloud covering you for five months. Mm-hmm. So we got an email from somebody who wanted to know if they're the only one who gets depressed during January and want to know, how do I break out of it? How do I not feel this way? And what are some secrets? Now, I think the biggest advantage that you have is being here in South Florida and that you do have the weather and that you can go outside. So you've got an advantage that most people in America do not have. Use the weather to your advantage. In fact, I had seen something today about just the effects of people who go out in nature, green spaces and parks, and the positive effect that it winds up having on your body is really crazy. They've done everything from blood pressure and just checking things that are going on inside of your body. And they're finding now that people who go out to green spaces and enjoy the beauty of nature 
are much healthier individuals. You know what I call? I call it a mood interrupter. If you are in a bad mood or a depressed mood and you can feel that and you know it and you can recognize that, stop whatever you're doing and get up and change the atmosphere immediately. Interrupt that mood just by even, like you're saying, go out in nature, take a walk. It, it can make a difference at times. Yeah, there are things that you can do, various levels of movement that do help exercise. And I know as soon as you say that word, a lot of people freak out and they're like, oh, I just can't do exercise. Doing even a small walk is good for it doing quick little lunges and push-ups whatever your level might be they have found that two of the quickest and easiest ways to battle depression and a funk is being in nature and doing a little bit of movement something that is good for your body and then also you feel positive about yourself you feel like hey you know what You're pretty good man you did something positive and so you don't have to do anything that you dread a lot of people go too big when they go with their gym resolutions you see it now they go in there and they try to crush it in the gym and I've found through my years of working out and then not working out, it's best to always at least do a little something and don't put too much pressure on yourself because a lot of times you become all or nothing that way. It, it's, a, it's a very good point. I, I love that. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Take a five-minute walk in the beginning. It's better than the no walk you did yesterday. Mm -hmm. Start off small a little bit and then build on that. That's a big problem, I think, with people. They try to hit They try to hit a 10-run home run and you can't do that. You yeah. Know? I like that meme I saw over the holiday. There's a lot of dead bodies up on Mount Everest. So maybe calm down a little bit. Yeah, just I think I think the whole resolution thing is a lot of pressure. You everyone wants to make all these changes. Small wins, baby. Absolutely. Another thing you can do for your body too. They have found that uh, adding just a little bit more water. If you're one of those people like ah, I can't drink water, try to do just a little bit more water. It does seem to have positive effects. Just even a glass or a half glass. Start with a quarter of a glass. Start with a drink of water. And then work your way up. That's how I have to approach it. Yeah. I'll go, I had my cup of water during the morning show today. <laughs> Good boy, Jaybird. Yeah. Now, here's your hand pie. <laughs> here's your six hand pies. And then the other way that I'd recommend kicking depression, a lot of it is about your mindset. You need to spin it around. You need to go with gratitude rather than leading with negativity. Like this text, it says, there's not many green spaces left anymore with the destruction of South Florida. So that would be the negative way to look at life, but you can look at all the parks and places that they do put aside. If you're in West Palm Beach, they got the West Palm Beach waterfront, a nice green space is right there. Doing a walk on Palm Beach is amazing, and they do have some parks there. I know in Fort Lauderdale, you got some great parks still downtown, so they do carve out some places that are green spaces, and you can go walk on the beach as well. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So if you look at everything first and be like, they're destroying South Florida and there's nowhere left to go, you're carrying around a negative approach that's going to help maintain your depression go to the beach bruh yeah putting your toes in the sand and then looking at how big the ocean is makes you just realize wow this world is just such a beautiful miracle makes mm -hmm. a human feel small in a good way yeah in a, good way. in a really good way so there you go couple point plan on trying to kick your depression that you got going on here jaybird has got a decision to make because some people in his family are concerned that he is continuing on something in his life that is making him depressed. Is oh. it making him depressed, though, or is it bringing him joy? And should he listen to his family or listen to his heart? We'll discuss next. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. 
Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking about ways to kick your seasonal depression. Some people in South Florida, even though we got beautiful weather, they get a little bit of a funk in January. And Jaybird's family's worried that maybe he's in one and he needs to make a change. But is the change something that actually depresses him or brings him joy? I wouldn't say that they think... I, it's more about my sleep terrors, I would say. Okay. Than, they, they think this is causing sleep terrors. Well, because they, they've asked questions and they've explored the situation a little bit. Uh-huh. And there is a... I will say I am struggling with with my sleep. Mm. And there is a reoccurring night terror that does happen that it, it does kind of... It keeps me from going to sleep at times. Well, it keeps me from you know going back to sleep. Or so it just wrestles me. What is the night terror? It's about Chewy. Your your dog? My dog. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't get him his medicine and he, he ends up dying in my dream. I can never get to him. And I'm 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 thrashing in my dream and I can't find him. Mm-hmm. And then I, I broke a table on accident about a month ago because I was thrashing in my dream mm-hmm. and I kicked the table and, and broke it in half in my dream and my brother saw that he's like what the hell's going on what are you dreaming about? Yeah. And I, I told them mm-hmm. and I, I do go to bed every single night. To a chewy shrine where yeah. I'm constantly looking at him, mm-hmm. and I—I I mean, I love it, but some of my family thinks it's one of the reasons why I can't get over Chewy. Yeah, it's—it's uh, it's so in my face. I have some regrets about Chewy mm-hmm. that I feel like I failed, and I think I've struggled with that. Well, I would tell you one thing that uh, I think that when you have a dog that passes, it is tough. And I'll tell you, my dad—he struggles with it as well because he, he had—he had a dog that uh, he loved that. He finally put down that my mom was still alive at the time and my mom endorsed it. His vet said, yeah, it's time to go. But my dad's like, yeah, but the dog still enjoys treats. I know that she does that, but she couldn't do anything else. She would just go to the bathroom all over herself. She couldn't move. But dad's thinking that this puppet of a dog that he's carrying everywhere with him is still having some joy in life because she still would love to, you know, gum down a treat. And the vet and my mom said, no, like it's just it, it's enough. But he still carries guilt because he thinks that he let them both goad him into putting her down when she shouldn't have. And I think anybody who saw that dog, aside from my dad, said, you know, hey, look, this seems like the more humane thing to do. Dogs aren't humans. We, you know, treat them a little bit differently and things like that. 
And so he still struggles with that. So I think what you're feeling is natural. It seems like you're going through what my dad is still going through. But I, I mean, I get hate, not hate emails, but from trolls or just mean people that go, Bird, you're such a little bitch. Your dog died over a year and a half ago. Get over it. You've got emotional issues. And no, I, you, then, I, then I go, are they right? No, tell them, to, tell them to suck it. There are just some people that are attached to different things in different ways. And I, I see you and my dad love dogs about the same way and sometimes people are writing those things just to get your goat yeah and you have to realize they would never come say that to your face they're That's just not true they would write it <laughs> hopefully they wouldn't they have no problem being mean right to you <laughs> so yeah. they, they well think, you point those people out to me when we're out and about they think i should take down most of my chewy stuff well, so it's not everybody. Some people yeah, do. You know, there there may be something to it. it. It might be something where maybe you need to put it in a place where you're not seeing it right before going to bed. There's, I think what you're doing and having photos up is, is okay. But if you see that, you reflect on that, because a lot of times your dreams are really just manifestations of what's in your subconscious. And if you plan something in your subconscious, then you go to sleep, then I could see how legitimately that would come up and that might be the cause of the dream that you're yeah. having. So it, it's a slight adjustment. I don't think that, one, I think you need to remove any guilt that you have. That dog seemed like it was in a place very similar to my dad's dog. And look, to me, if if a vet tells you something and they recommend it, I listen to the medical experts on that. So I, I would release yourself of that guilt first. And then second is, yeah, maybe put the photos in a place it's not as pronounced. Don't get rid of them and don't you know hold on to the way that you feel about that dog. And you know, for anybody who just says anything, they don't get it. And People know dogs, love dogs in South Florida. I meet so many of them. They can completely relate to what you're feeling. And you'll, you'll always feel that way. When you love something that much, it's always going to be a part of you. I love it. Yeah. So that that would be my thought is, you know, maybe look into it and maybe there is some validity that might be into that and just see if it makes a difference. You know, it, it's tough with you with the, the night issues that you have and how they manifest themselves. I know you've tried meditation and other things like that to try to... Medication? <laughs> medication, meditation. Medication ain't good for me either. Yeah. So it's, it's hard for you to try to find a, a good, safe space. But man, that, that's tough when you're having those kind of dreams. Well, you are saying you, you sometimes have reoccurring dreams, Virginia, or no? I don't have dreams like you. I don't have bad dreams like you. No, I, I have reoccurring fun dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for you. No, don't feel bad for me. Well, yeah. sleep is so crucial. And the older I get, the more I realize it has to be prioritized. And so if anything is stopping you from getting it, that's, that's upsetting. I wonder if there's anybody that specializes in helping you hack your dreams. Because that's, in a sense, what it is. It's what's getting played in your dreams. And I don't know how you can maintain control of that other than what you see and what you reflect on before you go to sleep may quickly bring itself to the surface when you go under and you fall asleep. That's the only thing that I I can think of. But I don't know. Are there dream hackers, people that can help you plant good thoughts into your dreams? How will you know they're legit or they're not just making it up, you know? I don't. Anybody can be a dream hacker and just make up a bunch of BS. But if you're in a place where you've been going through what Jason's been going through for so long, sometimes you try things to say, hey, what do I have to lose? It may or may not help. But the, the alternative is I keep doing what I've been doing. 
and I keep having these terrible dreams. So, I don't know. And maybe you can fix it on your own and just the last hour before you go to bed, watch happy things. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Don't watch, like, Old Yeller. No. Yeah. <laughs> Murder specials, things of that nature. So, might uh, be able to help you out. Anybody got uh, any other thoughts? Because I'm definitely not an expert in this. 877-979-WRMF. 877-979-9763. Uh, some people uh, thrown in some thoughts on this. One person said, eating food late at night has been known to either keep you up or manifest bad dreams. So you talked earlier about the, those hand pies you got. You've been yeah. hitting those at about 10 o'clock. So, you know, that might be I heard be that was something. a rumor, too, though. Is that is that is that science proven? I think it would have an effect. Biologically, I could see where food in your stomach could affect your dreams. So, you know, what, what you're doing now that is bringing on the bad night terrors, to me, I would just try doing something the opposite. Yeah, it's only the chewy dream that bothers me. Anything else I can handle. The one it's, about like the earth on fire. That the, one, that that's that's nothing. Th- I'm talking. The, it's the chewy one that is the struggle one. That's the one I, I would wish I could delete. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said, "Bird, look, you got to first realize that the feelings and the thoughts that you're having are completely normal. Anybody who's invested in a dog and loves a dog like that uh, is going to feel the way that you do." Somebody said, "My dog passed in 2013." And I still miss him and think about him uh, daily. Oh, so you know, so that's you're not alone in that. Somebody said a dream catcher is a Native American thing, and honestly, when I have one, I have never had the same nightmare twice, and I rarely ever get them. Huh? I've heard of those before. Some people really believe in those. Yeah. So hey, if you've been doing stuff like this and nothing seems to be working at this point. You know, I would uh, check it out. Somebody said, look into lucid dream techniques. It's kind of like a test to see how your dreams are. And apparently there are ways that you can maybe manipulate what you're dreaming about at night. Yeah, I was more talk. I I wanted to talk about it more because do you guys, you guys know me. Do you think I should take down those pictures? That's that's really what it was because we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. and, and I I think there is something to it. I, I think I, I'm kind of listening to my family this time. Yeah, I, I think it might be uh, good for you to put them in a place where you're not seeing them in the last hour before you go to bed. Yeah, I feel like a little bitch though. Well, I, I I think your feelings are fine. I wouldn't be dismissive of your feelings. I think that your feelings are natural and normal, but. You want to feel certain feelings at certain times. And right now, you've put yourself in a position where the feelings that you're having are right before you go to bed. And then they bring themselves back up in your dreams. And it's affecting your sleep. You do have a lot of chewy stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, it's I mean, a lot. It, it is a lot. <laughs> it's, it's on the walls. It's pillows. It's above the piano. There's <laughs> a blanket. There's magnets. There's, yeah. It's a lot. There really is, I mean, it's a lot. You really can't turn without This him. man does not go one or two items of anything. She's mm-hmm. got a point. I really don't. Hand pies or chewy pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a whole other issue. <laughs> People are thinking that there is a void and that you want to help and love on a dog and you don't have that right now, that it might be time for you to seriously consider getting another dog and then you would manifest the care feelings that you have onto a new living pet. So those are the uh, thoughts that people have. Appreciate all your suggestions. You can always get them to us or send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. 
Well, Kristen Chenoweth sat down with Andy Cohen on his show and talked details about back in 2012. I remember this. She was working on that show on CBS called The Good Wife. And this whole lighting rig that was like up in the sky fell on her. But we never really heard like what exactly had happened. And she's talking about now exactly what medically happened to her. She had a seven inch skull fracture, uh, cracked teeth, cracked ribs. She basically was out for the count for a while. And I also remember her saying back then she wasn't going to sue CBS. And a lot of people talked about it that like, yeah, if you turn around and sue CBS, you kind of blackball yourself and you're not going to be able to work again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that so was that's a, why she did yeah, it. Yeah, and that was especially, who was that guy that they had that's since been canceled? All that stuff with him working there. Apparently he was very much on that. He was a guy uh, married to Julie Chen. Yeah, oh, Les, Les Moonves. Moonves. Yes. I had heard a lot of toxic things about that, that you just did not do anything with Les Moonves because he would, that was his thing. He would make sure you never worked in the industry again. Remember when Julie Chen, she started saying her, the Julie Chen Moonves at the end of Big Brother for solidarity with, she's like, I'm still going to stay by my man. And people started turning on her. Uh, yeah, it's crazy because he's got a lot of stories out there about him that are not favorable. I don't know if I'd be saying Moonves, but that's just me. Uh, People were kind of shocked at that move. She knew who buttered her bread. (laughs) Les had a lot of cash, and I think even when he got fired, Homie made great investments, I'm sure. And the life that she was used to was paid for by Les Moonves. But yeah, Kristen Chenoweth, she said her dad tried to help her back in 2012 and tell her, look, you must have a lawsuit here. You've got to sue them. You've got injuries that are going to last for a lifetime. And I guess she still has medical problems and migraines and issues. And she wishes she would have listened to her dad. And back in the day, sued CBS. But then if she would have done that, would that have been the end of her career? Um, She's still working yeah, today. Right. Would Les Moonves had her canceled? It's a great Probably dilemma and question to ponder. Yeah, if you believe what other people have said. Um, in other news, Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley, his beard, have officially turned themselves in for their lengthy prison sentences. He's 12 years. She's seven. He's going to be doing his time in Pensacola. She's going to be doing her time in Kentucky. Who the hell are they? Chrisley knows best from that reality show. They He's- were in Georgia. Yeah. Is that where they're from outside of Atlanta? Super annoying couple. They sound annoying. The show was annoying. I never got it. I never watched it. But anyway, they turned themselves in yesterday because they had done all kinds of shady things on taxes and took loans out and defrauded people. I mean, they were shady on so many levels. Book them. Yeah, they're done. And finally here, a Taylor Swift-themed bar is going to be popping up in Chicago later this month. I guess you can do this. My question is, can Taylor Swift come for you and shut you down if you open up a Taylor Swift bar? 
I I don't know. That is uh, really that'd be a good legal question. It's only going to be running from uh, January to February, and uh, if you're a fan of Taylor, you can go to this bar, and it's twenty bucks to get in, and they're going to make money, and then it's going to be over. It's going to be a quick pop up. <laughs> but yeah, is that's, that... <laughs> how, that's how you do it. You do it before she recognizes. Yeah. Is that how you do it so that you don't get a cease and desist? By, by the time they find out about this and file legal paperwork, we're going to be shut down. I don't know if you can <laughs> do that. <laughs> it's a great question. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay. Got uh, some celebrity birthdays today, including a birthday for Jason Siegel. How I Met Your Mother. He's turning 43 years old today. Dave Bautista, who has uh, really done a nice transition from being a wrestler to an actor. He's done The Guardians of the Galaxy and a whole bunch of other movies now. It's uh, really kind of interesting how he's done. Now, he's not uh, necessarily The Rock or... I would say he's arguably a bigger movie star than John Cena, though. He's yeah, he's gotten there. I like him. I yeah, like he's Cena. a very likable guy. He's turning 54 years old today, and you also got a birthday for Kevin Costner now of Yellowstone. Oh, that's Virginia's oh, man. Oh, he's so delicious. He is turning 68 years uh, old today. You like that 68-year-old? Oh, I'll 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 be the cow. You bring your lasso. Get me, big fella. Also, I got a birthday shout out, a happy sweet 16, Kiera. Hope you have an amazing day. Cannot wait for you to be our new delivery driver from Mom, Dad, Pack, and Blitzen. Also, we've got a shout out to Phil in Orlando from Tracy, your favorite daughter, Nin, Jake, Emily, Piper, and Finley. Also, birthday shout out for my beautiful sister, Tori. That is from Gabrielle. You got a happy 16th birthday to our favorite dancer, Lily. I don't know if it was uh, what was scarier, watching you learn how to do a backflip or how to drive. Can't wait for a Disney trip tomorrow from Mom, Dad, Camden, and Kai. And there she is doing a backflip. Good for you. JTV. And a shout-out to Luis, a.k.a. Jackson. Happy birthday from Mom, Dad, and your brother, Carlos. Have a wonderful day. Marlene sent that in. Got a birthday and you want to get a shout-out for somebody, just send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. It's KVJ. Looking ahead to what you got to do in the new year. If you got a kid that's 10 years or older, they need to start looking into getting braces. Most kids need to get them, and 10 is the age. But don't freak out, because with Dr. Angela at Palm Beach Orthodontics, she makes it work for you. Look, she believes that every person should have the opportunity to make their smile straight and beautiful. And she accepts most insurances, in-house interest-free financing with no credit check qualifications that you've got to meet. And she's got two convenient locations, Palm Beach Gardens and Royal Palm. Book the consultation at palmbeachorthodontics.com today. We're doing Redemption Month here in week one. Jaybird went for the record for the most soup eaten in 30 seconds and crushed it. Then he went for the record on most socks put on in 30 seconds and he crushed himself when he fell off his chair. <laughs> so one went very well, one was not successful. So how do we do today as he tries to go back at the world record for the fastest time to drink one liter of lemon juice through a straw? The record is 16 seconds. First time he did it, Jaybird 
Faber did it in 30 seconds. Now, KBJ Impressive was like 34 seconds, so he went under the KBJ Impressive, and who knows, with this little allergy attack he's having today, if he can just suck hard enough, maybe his taste buds won't throw him off and he can actually break this thing. I'm having a tough time tasting things right now, so maybe we turn allergies into winning? Yeah, I mean, why not? In a sense, right now, what usually is a detriment to what you do can actually be a benefit. All right. Do, any pointers? We got two different straws. We got metal and we got plastic. I would go with the one that has the larger opening, the larger diameter of the two. We got identical diameters. <laughs> say that fast three times. I can't say it slow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is tricky. The, 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 the plastic's taller, so let's go with the taller yeah. one. Yeah, okay. All I right. think so. All That'll right. get the, all the way down to the bottom there like you need. Man, I, want, I, I practiced this, by the way. Did you? Yeah, I went oh, to Publix. Tough. I got all the ingredients. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. Fun. Okay. So uh, one liter there, if you can hold that up so everybody can see exactly how much one liter is. That is a plastic pitcher, and it is half full. It is clear. So a liter is a lot. That is a lot. I hope your ulcer is going to be okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to feel great after this. <laughs> oh, there's no, I think I look terrible now. <laughs> so much acid. Yeah. Oh. If you know ounces speak better, it is 33.8 ounces of lemon juice. That's a lot. Yeah. So that is like uh, drinking basically three cans of lemon juice. And you're trying to do that in... Just 16 seconds. Okay, it's very impressive. How's your sucker? I think my sucker is good. It's okay. never about the sucker. It's about the stomach and what she can hold. Some some yeah. days, you f- I feel like I can hold the earth in my stomach. And there's okay. times where I can barely do anything. How's your stomach feeling now? Ah... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel pretty good, to be quite okay. honest with you. I, I feel like the allergies are going to help me on this. Okay. I want to try to do a win. Okay. All right. Let's see if he can do it here. All right. Last time he did it in 30 seconds. This is one liter, 33.8 ounces of lemon juice. Jaybird, on your mark, get set and suck. Okay. There he goes. He's tearing right at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can see how fast that lemon juice is going down. It's moving. Yes, it definitely is. Look at him going for it. He is right down towards the bottom at 12 seconds. Wow. He is three seconds from the Go. world record as he goes back to the Lisbon. Just passed the world record. Oh, and he had to take one quick little drink of it, one little breath, and he has got Done. it down at 22 Whoa. and change. 22. <gasps> seconds. Jaybird on his redemption broke his old mark by eight seconds. Eight seconds. He crushed it. He's gotten better. And he sits at just six seconds off of the world record mark. He crushed KBJ Respectable. He crushed his old mark. He is heading himself towards greatness. He's earmarked himself for another possible world record. He's heading himself towards urgent care. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Wow, that's amazing. I got it. All right. This redemption month, man, it's got to really be building up the ego. It is. Yeah, you, it I gotta is. say, I, I've been practicing. Yeah, you, you are coming at, in 2023. You are much better at world record attempts than you were in 2022. I couldn't really taste it that much because of uh, the 
the situation it, here. That it, helped me. Gosh, I thought when you first went out, I couldn't believe it was in about the first three seconds. It looked like you drank half of that liter. I'm like, what is he doing? It's crazy. I took a... Uh, I, I almost choked for a second. Oh, I had to take yeah. a break. Yeah. I could have even gone better, man. Yeah, I know you could have because you had to stop and take that breath right towards the end. You added about a second and a half. Without that little pause, you'd have been at 22 seconds. And now we're talking about minimal seconds here. I think realistically, you are four seconds short of the world record of doing that. Wow. I'll tell you what, though. She dried me out. I am dry <laughs> over here. you got to feel terrible. <laughs> I feel horrific <laughs> I feel terrible no, should really we do. do these at 10 I, I don't know I'm a, I'm a, the show's <laughs> over then Virginia I mean, maybe like 9.50 okay I was going to say if we do it at 10 we're just doing it for uh, nothing Yeah, I, I think I have a funk of sorts I, I'm on medication now oh, I'm, boy. I'm on a weird ride where's the whiskey oh boy oh boy <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Man, the one song you are seeing all over the place, if you're on my wife's TikTok, is Miley Cyrus's new song, Flowers. Yes, it's everywhere. Yeah, it is. It is pretty much everywhere you are going. Do you like it? I do. I think it's uh, good. Um, I think it's probably going to be a smash hit. You know, you mentioned it right away, and part of it that um, I, I like it and I think it's catchy, but it's nothing but a retread of Bruno Mars's song. But it's it's got a backstory, too. Bruno Mars is in on it. Well, Liam Hemsworth dedicated that song to her. That was her ex, right? That's his name? Liam Hemsworth is her ex, yeah. So he dedicated that song to her. If I Were Your Man by Bruno Mars. He felt bad about some things in their relationship and had dedicated that to her at one point towards the end of their relationship. And so she's dedicating it back to him. It's kind of a throw in his face that, yeah, you know what? I actually don't need you to do any of those things because you didn't. And I'm cool. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. I think he should come out with his own song. Liam, get this, get in the booth. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Come back. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. I would too. Yeah. She was too much for him. He couldn't handle her. And she needs to shine bright like the diamond she is. F him. He couldn't handle it. Oh, I mean, you know who Virginia was going to side with no matter what. I love the song. I think it's awesome. And it's her saying, guess what? I don't need you anyway because your energy was bringing me down. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, this is nothing new. People write about people all the time. I love it. Yeah, you love your. I do. I love the backstory. I love all of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I noticed that there is a theme that is going on right now, and I don't know if it was uh, coordinated, but Miley Cyrus and Shakira are both dominating right now with uh, their little, I guess you would say, revenge anthems. Diss tracks. Yeah. She calls her man out in it and says his name. And Miley doesn't say this song is about Liam, but you know it's about Liam. Shakira goes right for it and says his name in yeah. the song. No, she does. Absolutely. She's savage. Yeah, so it's kind of brought up the whole thing. Where would you rank these songs now in the best revenge anthems of all time? I'll kind of go with the top 10 mark of where we are when it comes to the revenge anthems. And then tell me, do you think that uh, Miley's new one, does that rank in the top 10 now? If we had to readjust with Shakira's rank in the top 10. You're, I mean, so, you're so vain, Carly Simon? 
Alanis Morissette, you want to know? Yeah, so I'll go through what is regarded as, you know, some of the uh, top tens. There's been some doozies. There have been some really good ones. So does either one of these get into the top ten? KVJ. That sick burn is all over the place. Miley's revenge anthem against her ex, Liam Hemsworth, a song she released on his birthday. (laughs) And if you go a little bit deeper, too, into the backstory, the house where the video is is apparently the house where he cheated on her in. That's what some believe. Some have said that, but that's unconfirmed. He cheated? That's what some are saying. saying. They're adding more now almost to the legend of the song, which is growing quickly. (laughs) And they said that Miley was wearing Liam's suit that he wore on the red carpet when he scolded her for her behavior while... Um, you know, she's dancing in the house, and apparently it said, can you behave for once? Well, they're on the red carpet, and they're taking pictures, and paparazzi's taking pictures of them. And she, being, being Miley, full of spunk and spirit and life and fun, she licks his lapel, and she's being playful for the cameras. Yeah. And he, he mouths to her, and nobody heard it, but if you can lip read, you see what he says. Can't you just behave for just once? Mm, and uh-huh. no, we don't have to behave for right. you, Liam. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. Keep licking him. Keep licking, Miley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you behave for what just once? No, I actually can't. I've tried. It doesn't work out. Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, don't let any man put out your spirit, your fun. Yeah. If you like to lick lapels, find you a man that will appreciate that and go with it and have fun with it. Don't find don't get a man who puts out your light. Let your light shine. Well, you weren't imagining it either. She was playing off of Bruno Mars' When I Was Your Man, which I guess was her song with her ex, Liam. So Flowers is a big play. There's obviously some similarities between the two songs. So there you go. Oh, I don't think anyone's denying that the melody is... Yeah. So that is uh, her revenge. Mm, now, I love a backstory. Where would you put Miley Cyrus's Flowers in the top 10 of the best revenge anthems of all time? Because Shakira has one out right now that is getting a lot of attention, especially in Spain. But it's in Spanish. And so if someone could translate it for me, that'd be awesome. Okay, what she <laughs> sings in this part, she sings A Wolf Like Me. Remember she did She-Wolf. Oh, yes. Doesn't <laughs> have time for novices like you. Oh, yeah. Well, I was too much for you. That's why you're now with someone more like yourself. You left me the in-laws as my neighbors, which we've heard about the witch she's hanging up and pointing towards her in-laws house. Media outlets at my door and in debt with the treasury. You thought you hurt me, but you made me stronger. Women don't cry anymore. They cash in. Uh He wasn't feeling well until you played that song. Shakira brings it back to life. Shakira is your medicine. She got a lot of wolf. Analogies and, and stuff. She, in her. she is a she wolf. I, I like it. Yeah, she likes that. <laughs> you love wolves. I do uh. like wolves. <laughs> okay, so if you look at some of the best revenge anthems of all time, a lot of these songs here are regarded as maybe the top 10. One of the favorites of all time is Alanis Morissette's. That angry tone to it as well. Oh, it's so good. Uncle Joey. Mm hmm. Isn't it about Uncle Joey? It is. <laughs> Dave Coulier. <laughs> you yeah, never Full thought. House. I mean, Dave Coulier, really? That man woke up the beast in you like that? Yeah. Cut it out. The uh-huh. jackalope? Uh-huh. I know it does. The, the jackalope? The jackalope lays it down. I guess he does. How about Pink So What? 
You've, of course, got the country classic from Carrie Underwood, Before He Cheat. This one is a game plan. This mm-hmm. one is a roadmap, a blueprint yeah. of step-by-step what you should do when your guy cheats on you. I mean, it's kind of savage and awesome. Mm-hmm. Even the guys have their own, though. CeeLo Green's got Forget You. Fleetwood Mac, Go Your Own Way, and that's a revenge song within yeah. the band. They have to sing it, look at each other. And it's about each other. On on stage, like, screw you. You Remember this? That makes (laughs) makes it a lot more intense. That does. That's intense. That's a good point. Uh Uh-huh. Beyonce's got a big one, an irreplaceable. Okay. She's got a few. Remember the whole Becky with the good hair? Oh, yeah, she does. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was real. I think Jay-Z cheated on her, and she found out, and it wasn't just one chick. Okay. I think she was pissed. We'll take your nominations. What do you think is the best revenge anthem? And does Miley Cyrus's Flowers belong in the top 10 or even the top 20? It's too early for that. Come on. It just dropped. And it's a rip-up of another song. And it's more about me taking care of me. Oh, please don't yeah. go through this again. I, okay, I like it. I, I like it a lot. And I, I believe mm. in that. But... When you talk about putting that up against, uh, I dug my key into the side. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's more savage. Taylor Swift has got several, like a uh, blank space. We're never getting back together. Oh, she did a nine-minute diss song towards Jake Gyllenhaal on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he's like, damn. Kelly Clarkson's <laughs> got a few since you've been gone. Yeah. Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. The Notorious B.I.G. Rest in peace. He had a great one called uh, Another with Lil' Kim. Yeah. And it's it's about the, how they both cheated on each other. And it is an awesome song. It is filthy. I would love to play it on RMF. <laughs> but it is. It's pretty filthy. And it's okay. a great song. Really? Well, yes. we're going to work out our own list of the best revenge anthems. Put them up for you to vote on at kvjshow.com. If there's one we haven't mentioned, let us know. 877-979-WRMF. The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Yeah, back in the day, Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block was told explicitly by the management that took care of New Kids on the Block Mm -hmm. that he was never allowed to tell anybody he was gay. He couldn't have any kind of uh, leaks of anybody that he hooked up with. No one was allowed to know. The management team told him, and I quote, if anybody finds out your career is over, the New Kids career is over my career is over so you better not just weird in a place we're in then i think lance bass might have had a similar experience i don't know what he was told but yes you know i, I know he had kind of gone through it as well and it's just uh, what it goes to show you how fast we're in a much better place well that's where the story came out you know lance bass does a podcast mm-hmm. and he had jonathan knight on the podcast okay, yeah you're gonna mm-hmm. love the name of this podcast it's called Frosted Tips. Oh my gosh. With Lance Bass. I need to be a guest. <laughs> you had Frosted Tips. You oh, did. I, did. Yeah, I earned it. Inspired by a lot of boy bands. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were rocking them. 
But yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you how far we've come and, and how great it is that now people can be who they are. Yeah. Because Jonathan talked about how stressful it was for sure. him. It caused all this anxiety and issues. And like, it's still like he has PTSD from it. Sure. I could, I, I could get that. I mean, a, a big essence of who you are is something that, that you have to tuck away because in a sense, there's this air of there should be something to be shameful about. You're bad because of it. Mm-hmm. A Los Angeles judge ruled yesterday that Ron Jeremy is mentally incompetent to stand trial. So I don't know if he is really incompetent or if he's just good at acting, but he uh, tricked the judge. If he's faking, they say it's an incurable neurocognitive decline. Mm -hmm. And he is now in a hospital where he is going to be held and not have to... Do real jail time? You'll have to be just doing the hospital time. How I guess. old is he? Sixty-nine. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. It writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's not the only one doing this on my Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Erica Jane's husband. He was a lawyer that stole millions from victims of serious like plane crashes and stuff. He took all their money and had a Ponzi scheme going. And now he's saying, oh, I'm mentally incompetent. And he had a doctor verify it and say, oh, yeah, he's mentally incompetent. And now, same thing with him. He doesn't have to stand trial for all of it. It's the same thing the Golden State Killer did. Remember, yeah. He comes in there with a the wheelchair and the he's, oh, I can't remember anything. And I'm an old man. I did horrific things. That, yeah. If you can find the right doctor. You would hope, though, that the courts can see through a quack doctor where if they're lying. I mean... If they did things as bad as they did, like, you know, your guy, the... Don't. He's not my, my, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you love murder. <laughs> He's not my guy. Please take that back. Like, guys like that shouldn't be able to say, oh, you know, mentally incompetent, and then get to go to a hospital it instead of a me. jail. It angers me. It's not really fair. I think well, it angers the victims' families. It's, it's, it's not fair. Because anybody can get a doctor to say they have a neurocognitive decline. I mean, I don't know. I just I think it's I think it's cheating the system, and I think these old men figured out how to get out of their crimes. Well, you know, he's not getting out of it. He's still going to be in a place where he cannot leave. But it it's is, a hospital instead yeah. of a real hardcore jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I'd rather be in the hospital. In the hardcore jail, right? Totally. Do you get? Do you get? That's the question. Do you get better? Better in a better situation. It's still not pleasant. I mean, the one thing is you may not have people coming at you, and so it might be a little uh, cozier. It's still it's not paradise. Sure. The face eater up in uh, Tequesta by me. Yeah. He's gonna go to a hospital instead of a jail, yeah. like he deserves. You wonder who has the better cafeteria and food. I think they both suck. I know they suck, but one's got to be better. I think the hospital's probably better. I would assume that. I don't know. It just seems unfair. It just, you do the crime, you should do the time. I don't know. These old men and, and, and anybody who's able to say, neurocognitive decline. Oh, I have a doctor backing up my story. It just doesn't feel fair.
And then finally here, we'll finish out with Antonio Brown. I don't know what he's doing, but he's putting pictures up on his social media of him engaged in explicit sexual acts with women, I don't know why he would do that. I saw that. I thought it was a parody at first. Yeah, with his know. baby mama. I, I don't know what's going on. I think it's real. Him. I think it's on his Snapchat. Yeah, it is. And my and you know, unfortunately, my fourteen-year-old son told me about it yesterday. Oh, he's like, "Did you see what Antonio Brown posted up on Snapchat?" And I don't oh. do the Snapchat. Yeah, I know. So it's like, you know, for me as a parent, yeah, come on, dude, what are you doing, man? Just. I don't know what's going on with Antonio Brown. Uh, I, I don't know if you can make excuses for his behavior based on what's happened to his head on football fields or not, but yeah, his behavior right now has been reprehensible for a while. All over the place. Yeah. And that's what's going on in your dirt. I do love when our audience steps up and they try to give us a little bit of dirt. Now, I don't know if Gary and Stewart has great sources or not, but <laughs> there's a little pickleball drama that apparently is going on in the Treasure Coast. Pickleball? Yeah, and I think we might know who's involved here. Uh, apparently, in Gary's email, he says that men were seen playing pickleball and doing push-ups on the pickleball court Shirtless. I mean, somebody's complaining about this? This is at the Mariner Sands Country Club, and the member's Facebook page is all in an uproar, calling it disgusting, says one old lady. She says it's disappointing, it's despicable, and reprehensible. What is going on on our pickleball courts? Rules are in place to be followed, said a third comment. Did he have nice ads? One person did ask. <laughs> That'd be me. That would actually Gary and uh, Stuart. He wanted to know about the abs. You know what, Gary? I appreciate you bringing comedy to this thread because these people are stupid. So they're, they're upset because of the shirtless. They are upset that there are guys shirtless doing push-ups on their pickleball court at the Mariner Sands Country Club. And the rumor is it's Tyler Cameron and Anthony Bambino, who is a brand new <laughs> social member at the Mariner's Sands. That's the kind of thing you pray happens at your country club. Mariner Sands, stop being old fuddy-duddies. Tyler Cameron is wrecking Mariner Sands. The old people and the old guys are in an uproar because they've overtaken their pickleball courts. They are shirtless and doing push-ups. I will get a GoFundMe together, and I will pay Tyler Cameron to come play pickleball in my community. It's the old blood versus the new blood. It's, it's the age-old tale, Kev. It is. So, Tyler, just so you know, if you did not know, you're causing some serious problems in Stewart at Mariner Sands. <laughs> and if you need a new place to shirtless do oh anything, goodness. let me offer up my community, which is cl closer to where you live than Mariner Sands. Mariner Sands is up in Stewart. Look, I'll give them something to really complain about. Me and the snack pack will go out there. <laughs> we will. They think they hate Tyler Cameron. We'll take our shirts <laughs> off and we yeah. will not do push-ups. Yeah. We will eat push-ups, the ice cream treat. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. Thank you very much, Gary and Stuart, for that little dirt nugget. Love it, Gary. Anything you see, you can send us mail at kvjshow.com. It's time for viral audio. So had your kids, had your wife. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. Ain't nobody got time for that. 40 years in the industry, Madonna has been around for a while, but don't count her out. She's not done yet. 
She's doing the publicity kick-up for a new world tour that is going to be going on. And instead of doing smaller theaters this time, she's going back to the arenas. And she got a bunch of celebrity friends together to play a round of Truth or Dare to help publicize the announcement. She had Amy Schumer, Judd Apatow, Jack Black, Lil Wayne, Diplo, Eric Andre all together and actually did a game with the Truth or Dare where she actually kissed Jack Black. Truth or Dare? Dare. I want you to tongue kiss Jack Black. (laughs) Okay. I want it. it. I am a different man. Yeah, I'm also a different man. <laughs> Whoa, Madonna and Jack Black making out. Jack Black's probably like, I don't know. It's oh, kind of uncomfortable. Oh, man. <laughs> he didn't sound pumped. Did he consent? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think he had protested. No. It's Madonna. You're scared. <laughs> the last Madonna kiss we actually cared about was when she kissed Britney Spears back at the VMAs all the way back in 2003. Dang, Christina never ever gets any kind of shine with that. She he kissed her too. Yeah, and the cameras cut away, they so did. you never saw Christina. Dang. But now Jennifer Lopez is saying that what he was supposed to be Christina was supposed to be her. But Jennifer Lopez was filming a movie at the time and couldn't make the VMAs. Oh, I bet she was filming Anaconda. Underrated movie. You think uh, the cameras would have cut away if uh, she was making out with Jennifer Lopez? I don't think they meant to cut away. I think they got it wrong. Sometimes that happens when they cut. You can you can see it a little bit. You can kind of see them start to okay, and then yeah. it does cut. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't realize there was going to be two kisses and they just didn't get it. I find yeah. that hard to believe, too. I th- yeah. Sometimes they drop the ball. So what about the Madonna celebration tour? It's a coming. Madonna. Yeah? I dare you mm-hmm. to do a world tour and play your greatest hits. That's so corny. Okay, so the answer is... Yeah. 80s, 90s, 2000s. Four decades of music avec moi, M-L-V-C. Welcome to the party, bitches. Okay. Not gonna lie, I edited that clip, and it's the third time I've heard it today. That's and tough. I'm pretty spent on it. Yeah, it's, I don't blame you. That is such a cheesy it's, way so to make your concert announcement. Amy, you're better than that. It's such a cheese weenie. <laughs> that, I, I hate that clip so much. I, I don't like on it. On a level I can't even express. Come yeah. on, guys. Well, the tour is going to be kicking off in Vancouver in July, and it's going to be at the Miami-Dade Arena on September 9th. So if you want to go see Madonna when she comes back around, that's when you can do it. The KVJ Show. Okay, is this a makeup or a breakup for you, and would you be flattered? Email says, I'm in my early 40s, and I've been trying for a long time to find a nice guy to date. Well, I finally met a guy who passed the initial tests. The biggest problem was that he lives in Homestead and I am in Port St. Lucie. So there is a two hour drive between us. We've met in the middle before, but finally got to the place where I felt comfortable enough to stay at his place. We've never been intimate, but I thought this trip might be our first. When I got there, we started making out on his couch. I removed my top. He touched my breasts. Nice. He then moaned. made a weird convulsion, and then ran to the bathroom. Uh-oh. Came back out a couple minutes later in a towel and apologized. I quickly put together what had happened. I told him, well, it's okay. But I do have to admit it was a major turnoff. And we never got back to where we were, and I wound up sleeping in a separate room, and then the next morning went home early. My one girlfriend told me that 
I should be flattered that all it took to get him that excited was to make out and for him to see and touch one boob. I'm not so sure I agree, though. I've kind of lost a lot of attraction for him, even though he is really nice. Would this be a deal breaker for you? I would go the other way with this. I mean, why don't you just tell yourself he thinks I am so delicious that he can't help himself and this is just how attractive he finds me. Let this build your confidence instead of destroy it. I, think, I, I don't know that confidence is destroyed. I just think her attraction to him is. Well, here's what we have to really look at. First, first of all, this is the first time they got intimate together. There's a lot of factors that can happen with, with all this. He might have not done anything in quite a long time, and he got so excited. There's also things you can do to where this doesn't happen as quick and as often. There's ways we, we can make th- this isn't necessarily how he is all the time. Mm-hmm. We can work with this if he's willing to work with it. Yeah, I... Because I th- this might not be how it is all the time. This is a very embarrassing moment. I'm sure he would say he agrees with you on that. And you're right. He obviously was really into the moment. And that happened. It's it's hot when it happens the other way. If, <laughs> if it's the woman and right. it's... Quick, you're like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Wouldn't that build up your confidence? Oh, I would just love it. Yeah. I think you have to flip the way you're looking at it. You're looking at it wrong. Let it be something that you take pride in that, wow, I am that sexy to him. Here's what we have to make sure of. We got to make sure you get yours too, though, because once he's, you know, he does his thing. Now, a work a real workhorse fights through and gets back on that saddle after you do that. I don't know that she wants to give him the opportunity. But I mean, even that night, he could have just. She's going about this all wrong. I think. I think it killed the mood. He felt awkward. She was turned off, and they didn't get back there. He should have done a couple other things. I know. It's Show kind of, me on Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, just lay back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like everyone did too late. You see how quick Kevin laid back? Yeah. Everybody's done something wrong in this scenario. I agree. We can have fun with this. If he's a selfish lover, that's one thing. If he's willing to try to get better, be a workhorse, which if that was me and that would have happened, which it would not have, I would have made sure within 10 mins, we are back at the action, baby. Say, look, don't let that deter our night of fun. Workhorse Pennington goes into... Category five, mode. yeah. I I don't. Uh, I, I think she should dismiss this. I think she should give him another chance and see what could happen. You could be walking away from a really good dude that totally. had a bad moment, a moment I'm sure he's not proud of. I mean, don't call it a bad moment though. In your head, you got to build yourself up with this and say. He thinks I am so hot. Don't you want a man that thinks you're so but hot? Do you understand why she's she thinks that's how her sex life is going to be? That he's going to be premature Pete the whole time. He's yeah. not. And that she's never. We don't. We don't it's know. It's the that. first time. Let's simmer down here. We don't know that, but. I'm with Virginia on the fact it is the first time things can happen. Chill out a little bit. He got very, very excited. Take it as a compliment. We could turn this into some games. Okay. But right. it's Sounds all like your, you need to go in and coach. It's all your approach, though. If you know, if, <laughs> if you want to look at it negative, which I can see why you're a little nervous about it, but yeah. I think we could have some fun with this. Okay.
It'd be nice to have you as a love coach. I don't know. I mean, strap on some nut huggers and <laughs> put on a whistle and nut send you in there. <laughs> Woo! He's doing it wrong. <laughs> Gosh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> you could really help this couple. I, I, they both got to be, they both got to want it. Yeah. <laughs> There's another makeup or breakup email that we got here. Should they stay in this relationship? The email says, my boyfriend and I have been together for a little over two years. After about a year together, we went back to his hometown and I met one of his female friends he used to hang out with. While there, she made comments that immediately made my female intuition scream that she regretted never taking a chance with him romantically. She voiced that. He claimed that this was ridiculous and that if she'd wanted him, she'd had ample opportunity to make her move over the years. Well, fast forward to a few months and we were on a break. And while on this break, he made vacation plans with this friend. After solidifying them, we got back together. Granted, I wasn't thrilled about him going without me, but I trust him, and he promised that he'd never go on a trip with her again without me. Nothing happened between them on the trip, and they haven't seen each other since. Well, last night, he tells me that they have planned a scuba trip coming up together. He said he would have included me, but I'm not scuba certified. I reminded him of his promise, and he said he forgot and said it was too late to back out now, and he has already put his money in and everything is booked. The words, it's over between us, was on the tip of my tongue, but I bit my tongue to take a moment for perspective. What would you do? Is this a deal breaker? So a girl she feels threatened by, they used to, I guess, maybe have some sexual tension, only friends, did a vacation together, and now he's booked a vacation. Now he's back with this girl to go scuba diving, and he's saying it's too late to cancel because he's already made his deposit. He banged her on that first vacation, and he's going to bang her on this scuba trip. Don't be stupid. She was right there saying it's over between us. Should she have said those words, Virginia? Yes. Okay. D- don't be an idiot. Yeah. Your, your, your man doesn't get to go on a vacation with another girl, and you're not invited? What the hell? That'd be a it'd be a, a cold day in hell that I would put up with that deal breaker. Yeah, think so too. I'm out. Okay. All right. Well, Ridiculous. We, we saved one relationship and we canceled another one that needed to be canceled. Yeah, premature Pete. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel bad for him. I think I think there's hope. <laughs> I do, but I don't know. You got to get in there and help. I'll have full. Kind you of are the coach he needs. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, coming up here in a couple of minutes, got some very interesting confessions that have come in over the course of the last week. You can also text yours in anonymously at 877-979-WRMF. We got those next. The KVJ Show. Check out Island Root Kava Bar. If you haven't tried kava, maybe it's just the change you're looking for. Do something a little bit different. They got eight locations from Melbourne to Royal Palm Beach, and they know how to make their customers feel at home. Check out their website, islandroot.com, for photos of the place. You can see the chill, relaxing atmosphere they created and read a little more about kava. It provides a soothing, relaxing effect for your mind, body, and soul. So if you're looking for a change up, some place to chill, check out Island Root Kava Bar. I always love your honesty and the KVJ confessional here today. Look, let us know. We're not all perfect. Makes me feel so much better about myself when I hear all these odd little thoughts or things that people have done out there. And some of them are amusing as well. Now, you can text them into us anonymously, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. Just the honest thoughts, Virginia, is what gets me. Somebody texted in earlier. They said, 
Some days I hate my husband and his child, but I don't say anything. Oh. It's the things they do. Am I the only one that feels like this? You got to be more specific. What do they do? Are you just being petty? Sometimes I think anyone you're always going to have a moment where you're not liking the people that you are around and you're going to feel like it might be hate and you're going to feel maybe like you're alone. But then there are some times where what they could be doing could be really problematic and toxic and bad and you are justified and it is actually a situation you need to leave. Right. We need more details. Yeah. But it's normal to be annoyed with your partner mm-hmm. and sure. his kid if the kid's not yours and you're just sitting there like, oh, these two. Yeah. I mean, that's that probably that happens to a lot of stepmoms. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Uh, this person uh, confessing here on Fesshole said... I'm an airline pilot. Sometimes we put these seatbelt signs on just so there's no line for the bathroom when we go out. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of brilliant, actually. I have to wonder sometimes, like, why do they have the seatbelt sign on? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, it seems calm. (laughs) Dang. Mm -hmm. Tricks. Another person confessing here, they said, if somebody comes in to order a sandwich right at close, I write a nasty insult to them in sauce on their bread. (laughs) It's a little win for me that I can never get caught. Yeah, you really can't get caught. <laughs> you can write jerk. Hooker. Or worse. The <laughs> word know. that they use, I cannot oh. I really want recite. To say, I want to say a different word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another confession here says, five years ago, my wife and I had an unprotected threesome, soon after which she got pregnant. The other participant was not a friend, and we do not have his contact details, but our son increasingly resembles him. We haven't discussed it. Oh, my. You haven't discussed it? How do you not discuss that? How old is the son? Didn't say. That's all I got. Oh, my. Yeah. That's uh, maybe why you don't do that in the first place. Create some life problems. You got a bag of turds. Well, that's when when you unveil... What's behind the curtain of a threesome? It's not always so sexy. No, yeah. Uh, This confession says, my boyfriend has a mild nut allergy. He's not going to die, but he will get itchy hives. And when he pisses me off, I eat a Snickers bar in my sluttiest underwear. Okay. Damn. Whoa. That's kind of brutal. Now, do you eat the Snickers and not tell him, or do you eat it in front of him? It's it's only devious and acceptable if he sees her eating the Snickers and realizes she's passively, aggressively torturing him. If she eats it silently and then he comes up to her because she's in her attractive underwear and then he gets the hives, I mean, yeah, that's that's not cool, right? That's too much. I know you might say, what did he do, but... I mean, are you ever justified in giving somebody the hives? No. If you know somebody is allergic to nuts and then you introduce nuts to them in any way, shape, or form, you you cross the line. I mean, medically, the the dude's allergic to nuts. What are you doing? That's why I always said in Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams' character, he he makes the food for that one guy. He knows he's allergic to it. The guy could have died. Mm. That's what happened. She's saying it's not lethal. So in her mind, it's justified. He's only going to get the hives and won't die. She's, she's a doctor? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this confession says, Since my mom died last year, I've not pleasured myself yet once for fear that her spirit is in the room watching. 
the way I look at it is, hey, mom, why are you being weird watching me? You know, you can leave the room. Go watch something else. Why Why? Why you have to yeah. hang around my room while I'm doing that? Right. What weird kink is this? Yeah. It's on you. It's on the spirit. I don't think spirits have weird kinks. I don't think they want to see you. So don't worry about it. Uh, Do you we... ever heard of a succubus? Yeah, that's that, that's not true for us in Virginia. And... Your mom... I agree. If your mom is doing that's on your mom. That's not on Maybe you. Maybe my mom didn't get a weird kink until she died. Dang. <laughs> your mom <laughs> saved it for heaven. How how horrified would you be if you found oh that? Your mom, I get to the other side and my mom's is this horny angel. Your mom only, oh your my mom God. only appears is, or only lingering around is when you're doing that to yourself. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't handle it. That's I mean, a I, lot. I mean, I somehow gone to hell. <laughs> that would be a ghost I would not want. No. Mom, what have you done? <laughs> okay, what about this confession? It says, anytime I need a handyman, I just find one on Instagram and I flirt with them in their DMs. They always offer to come fix my problem for free. Is that all I have to do? I don't think you have what he's looking for. Wear a low-cut tank and say, hey. Well, I mean, certain handymen, maybe you would have what he's looking for. I could dress up like Lana. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it. If you're broke, to me, that's just creative. If they're willing to, if someone's willing to do yeah, it, I mean, hey, here. you know, look, there's there's kind of a payment there. Everything's you know? got, every every person, every task has a price tag. Technically, yep. this would be prostitution, though. Let's say you were a person that knows how to put in a, a deck back, back in the backyard, but you don't have mm. the money to do it, and you sleep with the deck guy, and he gives you the deck for free. He gives you the deck. There's an exchange. And then there's, yeah, and you yeah. gave him the sex, but you wouldn't have, Virginia would never have given this guy the sex if he didn't give her the deck. I don't think she's giving him that much. I think she's just, they think that something might happen and they're not getting it, but they're just coming over and fixing her problem and then they go away and she probably stops talking to them. But technically, is that illegal? It's not illegal. No. I mean, the whole thing is it, no. is it unscrupulous. I don't think it's illegal because you're not talking about, okay, you come over, yeah. I'm going to do this, and you're going to pay me this. There, she's That's leading, illegal. She's leading them on thinking that maybe, okay, I can get somewhere with this attractive girl, they fix her sink, and then they don't hear from her again. But it would then be illegal if Virginia was to go, okay, look, I, I, I really don't like you, but if you give me this deck, I will give you my body. That's the deal. Then that would be prostitution. Yeah, that's, I, that, that's, that's flat out a business Which I deal. don't get. To me, it's two consenting adults agreeing to exchange something, so I don't really get how they but make that But if she's illegal, getting but. these guys to come over and do home repairs and then ghosting on them and not yeah. giving them the, the like goodies, mm. she's shady. And you better be careful living your life like that. These guys know where you live. And now you're throwing all this out in the universe where you're tricking them. Uh, That's not very smart. You could eventually invite a psycho in. You could absolutely invite a psycho in. And there's only so many times you can get away with that trick before it gets turned the tables on you. One out of every four murder documentaries, it's a handyman. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not lying. There's been several handyman murder ones that I watched that I was like, oh my gosh, they were never even a handyman, Kev. It was a front. Oh, wow. Good deals. Like, oh, I gotta get this guy. He's great. Yeah, he's only a hundred bucks to repair my roof. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have him come out, and then they come out, and then they murder. He's gonna repair my my, my roof, and then murder. <laughs> they don't care about the roof so no. much anymore. Yeah, roof doesn't really matter when you're dead. 
This confession says, I've been seeing this girl I met at the bar for a month now. There's only one problem. I have no clue what her name is. <laughs> and I've got her saved as Nicaragua because that's where she's from. <laughs> Just call her Nikki. Nikki. (laughs) What's up, Nikki? (laughs) Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah. You got to try to get a credit card receipt. Yeah. You got to go through her stuff when she's in the bathroom going number two. You got. You just. You got to get creative here. In her glove box, there's plenty of things with her name on it. What if you did something like? So do me a favor, spell your entire full name. I would just I, I want to make sure I'm spelling it right and then have her write it down and that might that might be the the way to do there, it. There was that TikTok hack where they you tell somebody it's impossible to say your name three times fast. Your full name. <laughs> there you go. It's impossible. It's impossible. Can you, you do, do it? it? Oh, wow, you're so good. You could sell that. I saw some stupid TikTok video. But what if she's seen that video, too, and she knows, you don't know my name? You're better off snooping in her stuff. Look at her glove box. Look at her ID. Look at her credit card receipt. Because that's not creepy when she catches you. Virginia has terrible ideas a lot of times. Look, you got to be slick. Don't get caught. Don't Mm. get You you sound like a, a serial killer. Whatever. And uh, this final confession says, I work at McDonald's, and after accidentally went hungover one time giving somebody more chicken nuggets than I should, I saw how happy it actually made them. Oh, extra nuggets. And now I try to add extra items in orders now because I love the look of happiness that something so small and insignificant can bring people. That's beautiful. If, If you gave out, let's say you gave out 20 free nuggets per day, just randomly, a nugget here, one there... How much does McDonald's lose per year? Is yeah, it a lot? This is that malicious whatever it was we were talking about not too long ago on the show where people undermine their companies by giving out little freebies or things they have the power to do, knowing that it's costing the company a good chunk of change. And it's how they feel better about being maybe mistreated by the company. Right. I think they have a different emotional motive on this than what we typically see, but it's still problematic nonetheless. 20, 20 McNuggets a day. 365 days a year. How much does McDonald's truly lose on up. the bottom line? It's going to add up. It <laughs> adds up, but do they even notice? Is it? Is it so, of course you're going to lose a little bit, but is it so insignificant that you can't even tell? Yeah. I think they know they're going to lose a little bit, and they factor that into the nugget cost. Maybe they go, we're going to lose 100 nuggets no matter what today, guys. Mm-hmm. It just it, That's the nugget game. Somebody texted in, they said, I caught my husband looking through my mail. Years ago, because he couldn't remember my name. <laughs> Your husband? Well, now she's married oh, to gotcha. him. Gotcha. I was going what? The KVJ Show. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. It's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! I don't know if you saw this crazy video of this guy trying to kidnap a female barista in Auburn, Washington. It's insane. It is. What the hell? The guy attempted to drag her through the drive-thru window using a looped zip-tie device. Thankfully, she was able to get away, and he's since been arrested, possibly due to the large tattoo on his arm that says Chevrolet. 
What were you? I mean, that's just the. That's such a hard way to kidnap somebody on top of it. Just so brazen. What the heck, man? He really. I mean, he didn't even come close to being successful. Like, how did you think that you had the leverage to pull that off? I I don't even know if she could get through the the window. Most of her, like 90% of her body was still going to be able to keep herself inside. Yeah. But, like, so he's dumb and. He doesn't even understand anything about, like, geometry or weights. Well, be happy he's dumb. Yeah, thank yeah. goodness. But just know that's out there. They're looking They're looking to snatch you off the street. It is crazy. There's been a, uh, I won't say a lot, but there's there's been several videos of people being so brazen, just snatching people up in front of, in front of people in the daytime. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what's insane is how brazen people are becoming in today's day and age. And, and we're getting more cameras, and I feel like they're getting caught more frequently, yet they're continuing to do this stuff. It's like they don't even care. You know there's a camera at the drive-thru. Everybody knows that. I, yeah, I don't, get it. I don't get that either. You know... Is he in a stolen car, and when you run the plates, you're not going to be able to figure out that it's him anyway? Don't know. Even with that, you still can... Tr- they have him leaving Taco Bell or wherever that was at, and then... They're able to follow him with the eye mm. in the sky. Yeah. They can triangulate. Yeah. yeah, they can figure out where you went. Not a great plan. Thankfully, he was caught. Thankfully, the barista was not hurt. A North Carolina man led police on a 20-mile-per-hour chase on a stolen tractor while blasting the Dukes of Hazard theme song. Police received a call about a John Deere tractor being driven erratically in a parking lot trying to hit pedestrians. They named Ronnie Hicks as the driver. <laughs> oh, Ronnie. That's a great name. <laughs> of course, Ronnie's on his tractor. That name belongs. Not his. The, that, that belongs in the Wackout News. <laughs> Footage of the incident shows Hicks plowing down stop signs and swerving past incoming traffic. Whoa. At least eight cop cars with flashing lights can be seen attending to the chase. Damn, Ronnie. One of the officers finally shot the tires out on the tractor because the spike strips were ineffective. And when they got to him, Hicks was wielding a knife. Oh my! That's his, that's a, that's Hicks being Hicksy, baby. Yeah, Hicks is one crazy coot. He's on something. Yep. A man filmed himself confronting his wife at a hotel after finding out she had a secret OnlyFans account. I saw this video. It's so good. Is it? Yes, but I don't know if it's real. Mm. I watched it and I was like, Is this real or is this fake? The man discovered the account after a friend told him that he ran across her page on the site. So the husband made a fake profile and started talking to his wife under the name D-Rock. When the man got to the hotel, he went up to her room and knocked on the door. His wife answered and tried to slam the door in his face after realizing the fake account was actually her husband. What? The woman then claimed she was only dancing for people that she met up with and started the subscription simply to help the couple pay their bills. The video ends with the man leaving the room and telling his wife to come home and get her stuff and leave. Yeah, I don't know. It could be fake. I watched it like three times. I'll watch it, it could be real. It could be fake. I'm torn on that one. There's a woman that was kicked off of a Spirit Airlines flight in Las Vegas, and in the TikTok video, she's seen telling the passengers, boo, you biatch, 
If you were in my position, you do the same damn thing. I hope y'all crash and die. Damn. damn. The video shows a woman and a man being escorted off the plane. It's not really known initially what she did to get booted. But to let her know, verbal harassment on an aircraft is considered a level one threat, according to the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration. What is, I hope you guys crash a threat? Yeah. (laughs) TSA in San Antonio, they found a bazooka-like weapon in a passenger's carry-on bag. I mean, what the hell? This thing was big. It was an 84-millimeter caliber anti-tank rifle that can actually take out a military tank. You really thought you could bring that on the airplane? Now, you can actually legally own the weapon because it's Texas. And (laughs) apparently, you do need to have an extensive background check. They're looking into it and trying to figure out if the passenger is going to be facing any charges. Apparently, you might need to check your 84-millimeter caliber anti-tank rifle when you go through TSA. You're right. My dad lives out in Texas. It's, just diff- it's a different vibe out there when yeah. it comes to weapons. Yeah, we all got tank missiles out here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a woman shared a story on Facebook about getting revenge on an impatient honker in a drive through line. The person pays for the food, the upset person behind them, and then at the first window, they also take their food with them. Yeah, when they get to this, they pay for the food at the first window. They go, oh, I want to get the girl's food behind me. I want to pay for it for her. And the person at the, at the window goes, all right, fine. And they run your card twice. You get the both the receipts, your food, and the person behind you. But then when you get to the second window, instead of leaving the food for them to collect, you show the person both receipts and say, no, those are both mine. I had two separate orders. And because it's a different person at a different window, they give you both orders and then you go, ha ha. If you're savvy to this, you can defend it, but you got to be savvy to this. The, the, the person at the second window has to know what's up. Yeah. And usually the first window and the second window aren't communicating if, like as that. Soon as you, if you're the second window and as soon as you see multiple receipts, that should be your first red flag. But you got to be, you got to know. Mm-hmm. And another odd thing in a drive through window, this time in Australia, a mini horse was spotted waiting patiently in the backseat of a car at a McDonald's. Aww. Is that a horse in your car? He's excited for his ice cream. (laughs) Oh my God. That's Rocco. Hi, Rocco. <laughs> Rocco. Rocco the horse. Rocco the horse. Yeah. He's excited for his ice cream. Yeah, I love that. Wouldn't you be? Of course. Yeah. There's a man in Nashville that was driving drunk when he allowed his five-year-old to get behind the wheel of the car. Oh, boy. Amazingly, five-year-olds don't drive well, and the child immediately crashed the car into the neighbor's mailbox, knocking it over. Oh. So the guy grabbed his five-year-old and ran from the scene. The police showed up, and a short time later, they find the guy driving his wife's vehicle down the driveway to go back out. Yeah, you can't do that. Oh, this guy's a mess. Oh, yeah. He was arrested and was charged with a DUI and leaving the scene of an accident. Something tells me he's got priors. Just a gut. He feels prior. He feels like he's got some priors. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a man in the UK that says that Amazon sent him dog food instead of the iPhone that he actually ordered. We actually did this bit the other day. What did you order and what did you actually get? (laughs) He said he, they initially refused to issue a refund, but they've since made it right. Some of the examples you're giving me kind of scared me. The one dude got a bike. He ordered a bike, and they brought him a paperclip. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then what? They, they didn't help him? Yeah. That's highway robbery. Yeah, there are some scams out there, too, with people doing that as well. And to give you a heads up, there is a 19-year-old named Avery Suter 
that is right now in South Florida, probably still Palm Beach County. He had started his journey in Wells, Maine on a unicycle. This was back in September, and now he's gone more than um, uh, like a thousand miles, and he's got 200 more before he reaches his destination in the Florida Keys. Wow. He hopes to be there by February. He's just south of Boca Raton, apparently right now. He's traveling on the East Coast Greenway, which is a 3,000-mile bike and pedestrian path stretching from Maine to Florida. Huh. Yeah, kind of crazy. And I guess he's trying to bring awareness that it's even out there. And he's trying to bring awareness, too, that we do need more paths in lower traffic areas for people to go out and enjoy nature and not have the threat of getting run over. So the route is actually not continuous in some parts, though. He has to go on to busy streets. He's got a whole bunch of interesting stuff that he carries with him just on a unicycle. I've got a little stove as well so I can cook like mac and cheese when I'm camping. And then in the back, I've got my sleeping mat and my tent and uh, all my cold weather gear. Wow. I mean, that sounds terrible. (laughs) Doesn't it? I mean, what? He's got a unicycle. Yeah. A mat. He's got a toothbrush and clothes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, hell no. Is the unicycle the worst part? Yeah. (laughs) And then the stove. I mean, really? You got to drive with a stove on a unicycle? That can't be easy. I'm not good on a unicycle, although I want to try this. Oh, We got to get a unicycle. We should should get you out there to join them. I don't hate it. If anybody's got a unicycle, maybe we can track this kid down. I don't think he's going too fast. I kind of want to learn the unicycle art. Okay. I like the sound of it. Okay, we'd have to get you a helmet. I think you're right. <laughs> this kid is wearing a helmet. Okay, good. Yeah, and apparently he's got signatures of the people he's met on his way all over it. So. Yeah, so best of luck to uh, Avery Suter as he cruises through Palm Beach County. All right, coming up here in a couple minutes, we got some digital drama to drop on you. Frank hates how his neighbor doesn't return her trash cans back to the correct respective area. And, of course, on next door, it causes a big old fight. We'll hear next. KVJ. People fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama. Mm, so much good fighting happening on social media, especially on Nextdoor. I think it's uh, an app that's supposed to bring everybody together, but yet it's just now a forum for people fighting about what's going on in their neighborhood. Is, is it yours in your area? You see a lot of it's, stuff. There's a lot more fighting now. It's it's mainly what it is is it's for the most part people calling people out. That's the biggest thing. They'll be like, I see. It, it always starts to be like, oh, I saw this strange person. They're like, oh, what makes them so strange? And I'm like, you know, then it's like, you're oh, racist. they had dark skin. Yeah, that, so, that happens yeah, on my next I door. I see that a lot. Yeah. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Old people don't know. Yeah. They're dumb. That's part of it. There's all, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. All old people are dumb, Kevin. Virginia just yeah, said yeah. <laughs> They don't get wisdom with age. They get dumb. <laughs> yeah. So here is a post on Nextdoor from Frank, who hates how his neighbor doesn't return her trash cans back to the correct respective area. And, of course, it turns into a fight. I'll play the role of Frank. Uh, Virginia, you can be Connor. Bird, you'll be Caroline. And Denny's will be Debbie. Here's what Frank has to say. Stop leaving your trash cans out. It makes our neighborhood look like crap. Don't be a lazy piece of S-bomb like my next door neighbor. I hate 
when people leave their trash cans out. That's how you get maggots and poisonous rats. I'd say something to your neighbor. No, I have said something. She doesn't give an F. That's why I'm sharing all this information on social media to shame her and call her out. For everybody to know, her name is Debbie, for the record, and she lives right next door to me on the northern side. You're damn right. I don't give an F what you think. I got bad knees, bitch. I don't care. <laughs> How dare you come at me like this? Say it to my face and stop hiding behind your keyboard. Oh, I have bad knees and a bad back. I walk with a cane and somehow I'm able to grab my trash cans and put them away properly. It sounds like Debbie suffers from a terrible case of laziness. You don't even know me, Caroline. How about I come over to your house and beat your ass with your <laughs> stupid ass cane? <laughs> Jeez. Mind your own business, honey. Why do people care if others leave their trash cans out? Some of you sound old as dirt. I notice that most old people are mean. You're going to have a stroke to acting like this. Relax, people. You'll be dead soon anyway, and these trash cans won't matter anymore. I am not old. I'm in my 40s, and I am in great shape. Most people think I'm in my 30s, so you can kiss my uh, ass sure with do. all that old talk. I am not elderly. Wow. I must have touched a nerve with Caroline. You might be in your 40s, but you look like you're in your 60s. <laughs> Girl, you ain't sexy. Just uh, saying. Bottom line is this. People who don't take their trash cans back to their house deserve a serious ass kicking. Yeah, I said it. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. That's what I thought, Lily Livered. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. That's what I thought. Hashtag so over it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, they get feisty and fast. I wouldn't mess with that, Frank. No, no. Got another post here. Uh, Justice, who's also known as Kid Justice, posts about how he's booked a hip-hop gig. A former lover calls him out for lying about his musical accomplishments. Uh, Bird, I'll let you be uh, Kid Justice. Yo. I'll play the role of Bethany. Virginia can be Anthony. And then Denny's, you'll be Janice. Got it. All right, here comes Justice. Yo, 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 what up, my peeps? I booked a hip-hop show tonight. It's going to be so fire. Kid Justice going to bring the thunder. I got a new song I'm debuting called Bethany the Biatch. <laughs> Uh, who's Kid Justice? Should we know who that is? Uh, yeah, um, Kid Justice is his stupid rap name. His real name is Dwayne. He sucks at performing in more ways than one, if you catch my drift. Oh, Bethany just hating because Kid Justice dumped her, and now she wants Kid Justice back real bad. She wants to ride on the Kid Justice Express. But I kicked her ass off. Kid Justice don't do psychos. <laughs> Whatevs, Dwayne. All you do is make cringy rap songs about me, and then you upload them to social media. Then you delete them when nobody likes or comments on them. Damn. We were together for, what, three weeks? You sucked in bed, and you suck at rapping. Damn. Give it up, creepster. <laughs> and why can't I find Kid Justice anywhere on social media? I just wanted to see one of your videos. I ought to take down all my content. My day job wasn't feeling what I was putting down. It's the struggle of being an artist, son. Ain't nobody gonna keep Kid Justice down, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I wanna see you perform tonight, Kid Justice. Where are you spitting your rhymes tonight? Yo, Janice, I'm performing at a private party tonight. It's not open to the public. It's too bad because it's gonna be lit. I'm debuting a new song called Bethany the Biatch. 
It's a tight song, Janice. <laughs> yeah, don't waste your time on this loser, Janice. He's lying. He doesn't have a performance that he's doing tonight. He lies about all his music. He works at Panera. <laughs> Take it from me. He will suck the life force out of you and then give you crabs. Heed my warning, girl. Kid Justice is a kid jackass. Oh, damn. And he's making Panera look bad. Oh, that man. ain't right. <laughs> hey, we got a guy with crabs. We're going to Panera. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want that guy making my no. mac and cheese. No. No. I don't want no. Kid Justice. No. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, Jaybird is also getting complaints. When he goes out in public, somebody came up and gave him a complaint right to his face. Why? You'll find out next. My KVJ show. So now Jaybird's getting complaints about himself when he goes out in public. Why is somebody complaining to him now? We need to get you a bodyguard. No. <laughs> most of the stuff people say are very kind and nice. Okay, so Virginia, what do you think is the most realistic thing he got a complaint about? Was it how terrible his live commercials are? Oh, Dang. How overly excited he gets during KBJ segments? The fact that he talks way too much about murder? <laughs> The fact that they hate World Record Wednesday. Oh, damn. Or did he get a complaint for being an irresponsible kidney donor who is always glorifying drinking? <laughs> Ooh, a few of these hit home. He does love murder. And some people don't like murder. What? Murder is so hot right Murder now. is hot. Murder I'm, is hot. I'm not so that, I'm, I'm not that weird guy that likes murder now. Everyone likes murder it seems like. Well, I think most people love your live commercials because they stand out and they're entertaining. I think that people love your enthusiasm for the segments that we do. The murder, it's very popular. People love to hear about it, talk about it. Uh, it's, it's the kidney it, thing. It's probably the kidney thing. I, I'm going to go with World Record Wednesday because, you know, I Aww. always pay attention to the comments that come in. And I, I love it, defend it. And I think, you know, when we talk about a majority of people do, but there are a couple people that really are sniping at that bit. They do. They, they, yeah. they come at me hard about yeah, it. They so, do. They'll send me lengthy emails and, for Virginia. And I've defended. I said, look, man, I, I like you. You don't hear the majority of people that, that love that, especially the kids like that. We do that early for the kids. It is more of a little kiddish. It and, is. I, and I will say the majority of the people that usually do love it, it's more of a family bit kind of a thing. It is. So the families love it and the grumpy, you know, guys hate it. <laughs> You're right. That's a great way of expressing it. Yeah. Somebody stopped me in Publix the other day and it was a guy who had received a kidney. And he said, I want you to tell Jay Bird thank you from me and my wife for him making that kidney donation. That is very cool. That, that is kind. You, you think it's the kidney thing? I think it might be the kidney Why thing. Why do you say that? Because somebody just stopped me about the kidney thing. And I don't know. We, we do drink a lot. <laughs> you know. They told, one of the first things they asked, I go, I can drink still after, right? They go, oh, yeah, you can drink. If I can't drink, I'm not giving the kidney. No. Let's that, be real clear. That's not the case. I still, <laughs> I still would have given the kidney and just drank my kidney. No way. <laughs> I'm going to stick with World Record Wednesday. So what is it you got the complaint about? It was... The kidney thing. Uh -huh. oh, wow. yeah, most people are very cool about the kidney stuff, and they they do what Virginia says. But there is a 
There's the, the kidney person that's very judgy that tells me how I'm doing everything wrong and how I have an obligation. Uh-huh. Well, they have all this medical judginess, yet they're not in medicine. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then they, they always throw, you have a platform and that's what you choose to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, they went in deep, huh? People don't come to us for like, oh, this is how you live right. Yeah, we have. Well, <laughs> We're flawed. Can, I'm going to go ahead and say that up front. Well, I, I'll defend my life choices too. Just because I talk about drinking on the air doesn't mean I'm blowing my kidney out either. Y'all don't know what I do behind the scenes. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, hey, it's it's your body. You can do whatever yeah, you want. It's, my it's, body, my choice. It's not like you're abusing someone else's. That you know, you jumped ahead of the line and got one, and now you're abusing it. I mean, you gave up your own for someone else. I wouldn't blow out my other kidney. Y'all know if it came down to me, you know, if it was alcohol or kidney, I would cut out alcohol. You would choose life. Of course I would. Barely, but you would. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who I'd think about it for a while. Yeah. I think right. about it over a drink. I don't know. I, I'd yeah. have to drink about that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a very judgy kidney donor uh, transplant community out there. Yeah, okay. But there's, there's someone that. like that with every everything you do. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You're always going to find complaints no matter where you go. That's why sometimes when somebody says, hey, I got something to tell you, I brace myself. Oh, boy. Because I don't know which way this is going to go. And it's in front of the deli. At least it was for me. In front of the deli at Publix. There's a lot of people all around. And so as soon as somebody hears that, everybody in the whole deli line goes, turns around to see. Or my my other other favorite one is, I got to be honest with you about something. You're like, oh, Oh, boy. You know what? I hate honesty. I don't like when people are honest. Please lie to me. If it's going to be mean, how about you don't be honest? Yeah. Or annoying. <laughs> yeah, whatever it might be. Well, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, this is a, kind of an interesting topic we were asking KBJ Nationers about. What is a company secret you can share now that you don't work there anymore? Ooh, that's juicy. Yeah. It's KBJ. If you've made a resolution to get in great shape, but you don't know where to go, go where I always go. Busy Body Fitness Center. It is right there at Military and North Lake in Palm Beach Gardens. The reason why I go there, they have the best trainers on the planet. They got me in the best shape of my life. Plus, they got group fitness classes with Zumba, HIT, yoga, boxing, and they have a really cool athletic and functional training area. Find them online, gymstogo.com, or you can just pop in and get that membership today. I always love hearing company secrets, and a lot of times people can't share them because they work for that company, but hey, if you don't anymore, now you could share them, right? Can we share secrets? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, we still work for the company, but the people that did stuff don't work here anymore. Oh, you're thinking of those kind of... I think Kevin's talking about industry secrets. I think Virginia wants to dox people with their per, their personal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think my girl gets the bit. I want to no. get down real dirty, Kevin. She okay. wants to tell everyone, oh, and he did this, and then she did that. Yeah, that's not that's not this uh, <laughs> oh. conversation. Oh, I was confused. He's yeah. talking about how, you know, oh, McDonald's gives you free pickles if you... Yeah. <laughs> There's cardboard in the nuggets yeah, or something. something. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. I yeah. got you. I got you. Uh, some other people like got the uh, bit. Some of the texts that we got so far, one eight seven seven nine seven nine nine seven six three says, I worked at a private club on Worth Avenue in Palm Beach. And let me tell you, the amount of drugs and side pieces that moved around that place is nuts. But it's safely held behind the gate. You would never imagine what's going on there. Ooh. I can say that's one of the most fascinating things is what happens 
in some of those mansions and private clubs on Palm Beach and all these other ritzy places here in South Florida to these powerful people that have money and really can't be held accountable because they can buy anybody off. The, the really, really rich people who don't have a, a gauge of morals and they don't really... Those are the ones that go out and hunt people, I feel like. They... they <laughs> <laughs> they they invite like, you over, they invite you over a dinner party and then they release you under the woods and then they hunt your ass like in Squid Game. Exactly. What he's saying is hunting people is a thing. It is. Wow. Uh, somebody else sent in a text and they said that uh, I used to work as a New York City bus driver. The fare is two dollars, but if you try to give any amount of money, even like a nickel, they'll let you on. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. That'd be an interesting uh, experiment to try. Yeah. Would they really do that? Uh, some of the other interesting things, some person texted in and they said, I worked for a major hotel chain in housekeeping for over 10 years. The number of suicides and people who die naturally in the rooms is a lot higher than you would ever think. And unless it was a pretty gnarly scene they left behind, we'll basically just clean it like normal and the next guest has no idea and comes right in. Oh, yeah. We've been laying on dead mattresses for years. There's been dead bodies galore. I I, I always think about the sex people have had in the room, but I never think of the people that have died on the same mattress I'm sleeping on. Think about the people who had sex who died during sex on the mattress, which does happen. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. They went out smiling. You would hope so. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting stuff here. Some other revelations we got. One person said that uh, Olive Garden breadsticks are just Fran's brand breadsticks, garlic, salt, and margarine. I don't know if what? I believe that. I don't know if I believe that. I want, uh, we need more Olive Garden confirmation from other people out Would there. Would anybody roll over on that? Yeah. So it's not yeah. if you went out and got Fran's brand breadsticks, just added some garlic, salt, and margarine, would you get the same thing? Someone tried to Jedi mind trick me the other day about Olive Garden's breadsticks. They go, Bird, you don't really love them. You don't love the taste. You love the idea of bottomless. That's why you stick up for Olive Garden all the time. You know in your heart it's not that good, and uh, bottomless has got you tricked. Okay. I don't. I, I disagree. You disagree. I, I think that, that taste is good, and I think it's unique to the OG. But you do love Bottomless. I do think there is something to be said about how amazing Bottomless is. And a couple of interesting things you might want to know about some companies that people are sharing with us right now. One person said, I worked at L'Oreal. The cosmetics from L'Oreal and Lancome are practically the same, but Lancome costs like $20 more each. Damn. Ooh, interesting. Do you have any kind of radio industry secret that you can think of that would be cool, or is there nothing? We don't play requests. We don't play requests. I think people know that now, right? I don't know. People do complain, Kevin, stop playing this music. And then you go, I don't control it, dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's the biggest secret? Some of them. I I think a lot of people are getting really hip to uh, radio stations' uh, secrets. You know, the things they used to do where they do contests, and you'd think you do it, but you're in a national contest. That's why now we do local contests. (laughs) Uh So actually people in South Florida can win them. That's when Sweet Danny's gets yelled at on the phone. Yeah, we do do the local ones. You got a lot more. You're trying to win a cruise. That's a local one. You got chances of winning when you're only competing with, you know, local people. Once you're competing with... People Sometimes all you're over the country, yeah, like being with a thousand radio stations. At now one it's time. the lottery. But you're right, though. People can sniff that out, and they will yeah. if they th- if they think it's a national. They know it's a national, and it's, it's kind of posing as yeah. a local. They'll, they'll yell at a Denny's. Well, they have to say it now. Mm-hmm. That's good. You, you have yeah. to say, is it national? Is it local? 
And another company secret that uh, somebody's sharing now, they say hair products marketed to men are usually the same as those marketed to women, but they are half the price. Pink tax. It's real. Hmm. Okay. KVJ. I learned a lot over here. Man, I love these honest confessions. A company secret you can now share because you don't work at the company anymore. And, you know, some people are now just confessing companies they currently do work for. They just don't care. That's even better. So juicy. Yeah, especially on the saving the money. I mean, we talked about the pink tax. It happens that guys' products typically are cheaper than women's. And it's the exact same thing. Just they realize men won't pay the same price that women will for hair products and things like that. So they slap in a black bottle, write men on it. It and they charge half as much and you get the same thing so that's kind of what the inside is is ladies just buy the men's version and you're getting the same thing and you're paying half price yeah check the ingredients if yeah. they're the same yeah. they're the same somebody said i work for a premier eyeglass manufacturer the markups on our lenses and frames are outrageous you can get the exact same lenses and frames at a cheaper price at target optical versus dropping serious money at our place same lab same materials same company Dang. How about that? Those those are the things that really save you some money. And I like this, too. Somebody said, as a private dining manager at a big restaurant in Miami, so many high-profile people would book the entire 30-seat private dining room just to bring in their side pieces. They ask for complete discretion, and they will tip massive amounts. Trust me, you would know a lot of these people. Really? Oh, and that good, juicy stuff. Oh, my gosh. I want some names. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So bad. Man, oh, man. And another interesting thing you may not know is getting blown up on TikTok. There are a lot of places that desperately want you to stop coming in with all your interesting little food hacks that people post up. Waffle House apparently is one. They've posted a sign saying that they aren't making your TikTok hacks, so you need to order from the menu. (laughs) People are posting up on TikTok that you can get this giant waffle cheeseburger, and people are going in asking for it, like, we're not going to make it. No, just because it says it on TikTok doesn't mean you can get it. (laughs) TikTok is not the law. It's not Waffle House. How amazing does a giant waffle cheeseburger sound? (gasps) Yeah. They should put that on the menu, and then they bring it down to your table, and then you cut it in fours and everybody shares it yeah oh. you could even throw in some hash browns get them smothered i mean that's an inspired idea yeah, i think it's what they really should do if i were there and running it i would say look you don't have to honor all of the oddball things that throw off the kitchen and slow down how fast the meals are going to come out because then people start getting the impression because of all these hacks that waffle house you're going to wait forever to get your meal and you want it pretty quick but i would consider say hey Make quick notes when you get a chance to say, if everybody's coming in for this waffle cheeseburger, let's maybe add it at least for a limited time to the menu. People can come in and get it. Chipotle is kind of doing this. In recent weeks, there was a hack that went viral where you could alter their steak quesadilla to make it into something that tastes like a Philly cheesesteak. So everybody's rushing in for it. Chipotle embraced it. Waffle House won't. Yeah, Waffle House, you're missing the mark on I that one. I think so, too. TikTok should be something you use to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Stop digging your heels in for the wrong thing. Yep, just a thought. All right, we got more stuff just like this coming up on the After the Show podcast in just about 15 minutes. It's going to be live on YouTube and also on uh, Starts with a T. Twitch. Thank you, Twitch. Uh, You can go in there. You can also watch things on demand or get it anywhere you get your podcasts, like on Spotify or Apple. Bird, wrap us up with your thought for the day. 
When you've done something wrong, admit it and be sorry. No one in history has ever choked to death from swallowing their pride. Oh, oh that's a good one. Yeah. The KDJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.